Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. Perhaps most distinct for her scars, Atlaran is host to a number of sacred or cursed sites, depending on whether you ask Bahamut or Asmodeus. Or perhaps you'll ask the old Balin gods, whom the world herself and her moons and star are named after. These places, like Mount Gear, the Monomarig Meteor, Drosdana, the Dawn Deep Trench, the Shattered Continent, the Greenhall Sea, the entirety of Garrett Eldathos, they all play parts in the world's fate. But it's the people that truly shape it. And every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries. And we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery. Quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum. Or, in most cases, both. And that brings us to our particular window in time. Following in the footsteps of a scorned bard and her unlikely lone wolf companion. Or, perhaps lone coyote is more apt. Marin Veneer, a half-elven fighter with a love of freedom and gunpowder and a former bard relearning her musical skills. Marin was the daughter to a frail sun-elf laundress who passed away when she was still young. Left to care for her half-sister Sylphie alone, Marin grew up far too fast. In her desperation to keep her sister from starving, Marin accepted help from the Alteras and was lured into their poisonous web of abuse, theft, and murder. Forced to kill and torture, often those unsuspecting and even undeserving, eventually Marin dared to question her adoptive father Alistair and was slaughtered on the spot by her brothers just before she was 18. Sylphie was left to flee alone, but ten years later Marin awoke, revived by the Heidling cult. Sickly but determined, she recovered thanks to powerful magics and the apparent interest of Cynthia Moore, mother of the new King of the Arbiters, Silas Moore III. And, by Cynthia's order, Marin was given as a gift to Silas in the hopes that she would become his subservient partner, a suitable wife that would not question the Moore family thanks to her debt to them. Marin, however, had the spark of rebellion in her soul by then, and wasn't about to be controlled again. When Silas proved he supported her in the freedom of those crushed by the Arbiters, Marin reluctantly fell in love. Now with her fiancé at her back and the work to be done, Marin is ready for the long road ahead. She'll make sure no one suffers under the boot of the Arbiters or the Heidelin cult ever again. Kit. Just Kit, a shifter or elusir of the coyote totem and mildly devout cleric of Savros, the Balin god of mischief and wanderers. Originally hailing from Amnoblin as part of a group of natives called the Manamar and Dalmaric, Kit's people have always been harassed by the Skull or outsiders who seek to take their ancestral lands and waters. Kit's particular tribe was attacked when he was young, rendering himself and his brother Ren orphans and forcing their tribe to flee their home continent altogether. They found refuge in Irakel, but struggled to adjust to the change from sub-Arctic to equatorial desert. 
trusting in the sacred Mount Gear, heart of the world, to watch over them. Kit's people settled in the northern savannas, but Kit never settled, aimlessly causing trouble to Skull and taking mercenary contracts to send money home since he was 15. Kit has become a person of interest to the Guild of Wardens, enforcers who help keep the common laws. Thanks to Dana Fioris, a former troublemaking comrade who eventually went straight and became a warden herself, Kit has quite the dossier with the Wardens and rarely struggles to find work at their guild. And now, alongside Sylphie, Kit has his own scores to settle with the Arbiters, though breaking apart an organization of kidnappers and slavers would be reason enough to destroy them. Hi, every. Oh, he- hello, everybody. Oh, hello. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot I moved my mic. Hello. Hi. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Atlarn Adventuring Company. I'm your dungeon master, Taylor Wallace, and joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hello. And Blake Wolf. Hey. Hi, guys. I'm having Hi. a really fucking good day. That's good. Uh, which is nice because I've been having a problem all week. Um, yeah. All right. I'm excited. I know last time was kind of sad, and we're going to start sad, but who cares? We're gonna kinda have a good time. Kind of sad. Kind of sad. I killed the favorite. Oh, that's right. Do you, you didn't remember. You Why didn't was read the notes. I, I, no, I didn't read the notes because I've been driving all day and hiking. Um, but okay. I just plain forgot. So yeah, both wow. dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yay! Um, not yay that that happens. But <laughs> yay! Yay D and D. Fuck ball! Yay! No, he's a good boy. He was gonna be such a good long-term NPC. Well, oh. He was. He was. All right, last time, episode 29, game number 45. We've almost hit 50. Uh, Jesus Christ. Split yeah. into two parts, Blood is Thicker and Soulbound. Uh, the morning of Yond 8th, still Yule. Uh, God. Uh, Marin woke up to see Silas got a letter from the Andalier Queen's Academy saying that Justine, Silas's younger sister, had run away uh, or been kidnapped. Uh, you then went on to have Lucan message Ansem about you guys being in Haven, and he said he's a little bit busy. He's got some unexpected shit happening at home. Uh, okay. Uh... I when I was watching back through, I was like, "What was the last like personal moment anybody had with Bull?" And the last one that Marin had with Bull was that <laughs> you were super stressed, and he hugged you and was like, "It's gonna be okay. It's all right." Um, that was sad. Uh, you guys eventually met downstairs for breakfast uh, in the uh, Meat Hall, the Pilgrim's Rest in Haven. Um, and saw the red tiefling that Justine had messaged Marin about saying, hey, if you see this guy, he's with me. Um, you guys uh, talked a bit about Silas having lost his powers. Uh, everybody was pretty chill about that. Um, 
Bull talked about having a nice, chill day for once and showing you guys Haven. <laughs> In my notes, it says DM note. Ha. ha. Um, <laughs> um, and he also showed you that he found a note full of uh, abbreviations and names that you guys realized were the sacrifices and locations planned for upcoming Delendane, the day of sacrifices to Ulgar Heidlin. Uh, which happens in mid-spring. Justine busted in and said, you were taking too long, so here I am. Uh, She hit it off pretty easily with Kit and a bit with Bull. Um, Silas and Marin are stressed. Um, (laughs) You guys kind of caught Justine up on a few things and went shopping. Um, in the middle of shopping, uh, Lucan, who was with Bull, lost track of him, uh, and Justine got a message from Cynthia telling her, you guys don't know what she actually said, but Justine took off toward the middle of town, finding that the tiefling, uh, mercenary, Wells, was leaning up against a well, um, (laughs) well, 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 well. And uh, since well. his contract with well. Justine was over, he had immediately taken a new contract from Cynthia. Uh, he led you guys down into the ancient tunnels underneath Haven, which you later learned were the ruins of a place, uh, of a uh, pre-Haven, pre-Monomarig uh, city called Yond Ilarka. Uh, and you found Cynthia, an unconscious and bloody bull, a walker or tethered Wedna, and Kyla Uravela and a number of black cloaks around a cistern underneath the city. Uh, Cynthia basically told you that uh, if one of her children handed themselves over, she'd give bull back. And you guys started a fight instead. Well, so yeah. she threw bull into the cistern. Uh, Wedna got ashed after shoving Justine in as well. Good. Uh, Lucan actually did really weirdly well in that fight. He was the one who ashed Wedna. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did a lightning bolt, I think, too, because I got yeah, really excited about he, that. He did a lightning bolt, and he, even though he, well, technically he, with that last attack that killed him, um, some of those black cloaks would have aimed at Silas if Lucan weren't in the way. So he did kind of, his shielding Silas did work. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, uh, let's see. Uh, Justine managed to get back out of the cistern and keep on fighting covered in blood. She looked like a ghastly mess. Um, the black cloaks ended up killing Lucan. Uh, Cynthia, disintegrated Bull's body in the cistern as a final insult before teleporting out with some of her crew. Um, Yeah. You were unable to gather any of Bull's ashes, so you took Lucan's body and left. Uh, Wells, who had fled, uh, you found him further down the tunnel, dead on the floor from a shot through the forehead, thanks to Ansem, who was aiming down the well with his rifle. Um, he shot that well right down. Yep. 
Uh, he hasn't gotten a chance yet to tell you exactly why he's there. I believe he did say, I need your help. But uh, he, too much is happening. Um, Justine saved Bull's axe, uh, thanks to Silas, and helped you guys carry Lucan out. Uh, with Ansem, you went to the Monomarig to seek Kenna, and a sentinel of Atlaren uh, showed you guys in. You found Kenna at what is known as the Visiting Pool, below the Monomarig, and uh, passed by some Malandrata, who are not supposed to be awake. Um, do, do, uh, Kenna was talking to someone named Inaya in the Visiting Pool. Uh, took you guys to her office, set Lucan's body aside in a safe spot... Uh, you guys talked about plans to resurrect him the following day, or uh, reincarnate him. Uh, you explained to Kenna what happened. She could not believe that a cistern was right under her nose. Um, she explained Yandelarka to you guys at least a little bit. And she started taking a look at Marin's eyes. Um, with the immediate danger taken care of, you guys started looking at... Uh, Marin and the relation to the staves. Kenna took you further beneath the Monomarig uh, to the waterfall cavern and into a holding vault, a failed holding vault for the staves that doesn't work anymore because the barrier around the Monomarig has been broken thanks to the Sephenhide. Uh, Kenna theorized essentially that uh after much investigation and fucking around with the staves, uh, theorizes and seems confirmed that uh, Marin, having been anchored back after her untethering by the Fjordhide staff, somehow she or Senna accidentally destroyed the, set, the piece of Olgar's soul inside the staff, thus rendering it no longer the Fjordhide. Uh, now with your soul bound to it and a sliver of your soul anchored in it, uh, it is now its own entity and you gave it the name Flameheart. Uh, there are also a number more Malandrata down there. Um, and I mentioned to you guys again that they're not supposed to be awake. They're only supposed to wake up when all other people are gone. Um, and there's some, like, 50-ish awake down here out of thousands. Um, one of them caught Kit's attention and had a, a weird moment with him where I described to you that it wasn't, like, falling in love necessarily, but there's a piece, a tiny piece of you that's just like, I must protect this beautiful, perfect thing at all costs. But that sort of went away a little bit. Um but just as a note for you, Ben, mm -hmm. that is something that is going to stick with you. Okay. Um, if you want to put something on your ca character sheet about it, Kit will never forget this specific Malandrata. Um, it is comparable in a way to love, but it's not love. It's like an, a weird attachment sort of thing. You, If you want to look into it later, we can go into it. Um, let's see. 
uh, can I explain to you guys that the Ordenhide, which Kit has, and the former Fjordhide uh, are each other's complementary staves. They basically hyperpower each other. But now that the Fjordhide is Flameheart and no longer part of Olgar, uh, Olgar made a small appearance in saying, give it back. And then Flameheart turned around and shut him down. So there's no clear answer as to how the staves are going to work together or if they're even compatible anymore. Um, but it does seem that the flame heart has some mild power over the Ordenhide. Um, the staff that you ended up summoning was made of blue kyanite instead of its original ruby, uh, which is the way it used to appear 25 years ago before it was given to Senna. Um, let's see. Uh, after you uh, soothed the Ordenhide, Kenna invited you guys to stay in the Monomaric for the night because it's a little bit safer. Um, let's see. And I believe either you guys or Kenna mentioned talking to Senna about what happened. Um, so we are starting up again on the morning of Yond Ninth, the last day of Yule. It's finally <sighs> coming to an end. God. Uh, Just have to get through this day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been the hardest Yule of probably any of you guys' lives. Uh, <laughs> overnight, Marin bonded with Flameheart, essentially a long-term attunement. And, um... It is your choice whether or not it has changed form yet. Uh, I'm going to say no for right now. Okay. So, in the morning, uh, you guys are you guys turned in pretty early yesterday. It was barely noon when you got into the fight. Um, so you're probably up a little bit earlier today. Uh, you wake up in the relative silence of this underground area. Um, the Monomarig itself is so dense that even if you weren't underground, it would be dead silent in here anyway. Um, though the rooms are filled with all manner of like, you know, rugs and tapestries and curtains and soft stuff that it's not like echoey underground reverberations and it's fairly warm, but it is dead fucking silent. Um, so nice. when you... <laughs> yeah, all you can hear is the ringing of your own head. Um, cool. Ew. Yeah, yeah. That kind of power out silence. Um, you guys wake up for the day and... Nothing happened overnight. You had a, a long afternoon and evening to sort of put yourselves together. Um, Lucan's body is still in Kenna's office. Uh, Silas and Marin are in a room. Kit's in a room. Justine's in her room. Uh, Ansem is down here with you guys. And uh, Kenna did mention that there's sort of like a hostel area down here that has like a kitchen and small dining area if you want food. What would you like to do? I'm gonna go down for breakfast. Okay. I guess. 
<laughs> yeah, you make your way out into the wide hallway. Um, you can you can see down as you come out of your room to the right. You can see into the visiting pool chamber where the once glowing pool is still dark. Um, and everything seems quiet, though after you come out of your room, you can just faintly hear the echo of the waterfall much, much further down. And you do see the occasional drifting white figure of a Malandrata drift past. They don't come into this area, but they're just sort of flitting around aimlessly. And uh, the ceilings of... Basically every room are filled with these little blue flickery sprite wispy guys that just sort of dart around. Cool. Yeah. Are you there, Asher? I uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna do the same thing. Okay. okay. So eventually your crew gathers up in this little dining chamber off the side of a uh, little kitchen. It's nothing special. You get the idea that this is really for visiting people. Um, It's just sort of off to the side. Little used, but clean. Um, And as you guys are all gathering around, you realize that the two people in your group who cook are dead. Oh, God. (laughs) That's awful. And as well, as you come to that realization, as you're all kind of looking at each other, like, oh God, oh, Silas stands up and he says, um, I'll, I'll take care of it. And he walks into the kitchen. I could go resurrect Lucan so he can make breakfast. But. That's dark. Sorry. <laughs> Marin's not laughing. I'm laughing. Really, you're gonna resurrect him and then make him <laughs> make breakfast for us? I don't think that's... I could. Um, I'll, no, I'll, it's... I'll wait. It's fine. We'll just... We can deal. We can deal. It's fine. Okay. That's pro- I know the answer, but if I tell you, are you gonna <laughs> run off and go tell Kenna about it behind my back? Oh, I mean, not unless you want me to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just okay. Look, I understood why you were doing some of that stuff before when I was tethered because we never knew who was listening. But now I'm not tethered anymore. You can, if something about me, if you're concerned about something with me, talk to me about it first rather than her or whoever else. Okay? Okay. Sorry. I'm just... It's... I... The reason I talked to her was because I wasn't sure what actually happened. And she's I mean, the only one that knows really anything about Senna or what's going on. And I was, since I already had one of the staves, I was worried if I accidentally touched you, 
we'd both blow up. So I wanted to double check. And then you had a lot of stuff on your plate, and I didn't want to well, add more to it. And it was like, I yeah, but I understand. I will. I think that me blowing up is also a thing I should be like aware of and concerned about. That's so. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just a little sick of people that I care about not telling me things. So. I don't think I'm hiding anything else from you. I didn't think you were. Okay. I'm just... I could be forgetting something, but I'm pretty sure it's good. Uh, are stuff between you and Silas okay? Yeah, it's fine. It's... I kind of look over. Is Can he, like... Can I see him, or is he... Um, the kitchen is through an archway, so, like, there's not a door in the way, and you can, like, catch glimpses of him, but he's not right there. Okay. I just kind of lean in a little bit, and I'm like, he's just going through... He's going through it, but we're fine. Okay. Um, sitting with you guys, um, Justine oh, yeah. has been dead silent. Like, you don't even know if she's listening. Um, she's just sitting at the table, sort of arms on it in front of her, staring off into the distance, just thinking. It's a very similar look to Silas. Um, and then Ansem is a little more reclined opposite her, um, listening and, like, picking up context clues, but he knows he's behind. Um, but as your conversation starts to trail off, he leans in a bit and says, um, would someone care to catch me up a little oh, bit? God. Okay. Um, oh, Cliff notes, you don't need to go into yeah. detail. I know it's probably been difficult. Uh, where did we leave you? He uh, was with the Sinvolfira, and I think we got separated then. Yeah, Kenna took me to Constanos with, uh... Wait. No. no. I went he, to he went, with Ren. Yeah. I think he, he went to I see Graefear again. Yeah, he split off from you in, like, Tuldunost, I think. We, we didn't go to Tuldunost. Not Tuldunost, Hjolmanir. No, he was in he was in Volfira, but then he was, he was like Yes. For like two Yes seconds. he was. He was. He oh. came did to, not go with us to Eris home. He came to you like fairly okay. early yeah. in Volfira and was like, Hey, I got some shit at home yeah. that's yeah. more important than my missing husband. I need to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so he's been gone with you since before uh I think since just after Marin got untethered. Yeah, he knows that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he knows Lucan. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so basically anything after that. Okay, so uh, we went to Airsholm. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what you told me you were up to. Uh-huh. Um, we got shit all done there. Um, yeah. But we did no get dice. our... Yeah, we got our fortunes read, though, and that was... Not fun. Um, uh, Pillars aren't trustworthy anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway, we we then we went to Haven. Uh, How? 
got to hate the fortune teller knows how to teleport and we went to the the crimson hammer hideout there outside of there who was this fortune teller his name is Ro, or their name was Ro. Ro of where? No idea. Yeah. No, no idea. Okay. Well. All right. So. Uh, went to Haven. Haven. We almost got eaten by a snow drake. That was also not fun. Uh, got into Haven. Um, Silas also broke his pact with his patron. Um, Mm-hmm. So that was a yeah. thing. Um, That's and then, timing. Yeah, you think? You think? Um, uh, and and Justine met up with us. You, Justine, Ansem, Ansem, Justine. Um, we, <laughs> I've guest lectured at Andalier Queen's Academy a few times. We've met. There you go. Okay. Mostly me kicking her out. Well. That's hard. And Justine has not reacted. She has not heard a word you've said. Um, um, then we found this thing, this piece of paper that tells us about all the cisterns and <laughs> who they're sacrificing and who's yeah. still on the list. Uh, where? Where's that? Let me see I that. Take it out and show it to him. He takes it. Um, and uh, as he glances over it, he says, Con- Continue. And then we went out shopping and Bull got separated from us. Cynthia took him down to the cistern in the city. We followed her down there. And all hell broke loose. And I think you know the rest from there. Yeah. I I arrived um, probably not long before you went down there. I was looking for you and yeah that I was kind of curious about that because Luke and messaged you yesterday morning and said that you weren't going to be able to join us uh so yeah uh about that um some things I did not expect are happening down in Constanos uh, like um, what like dragons. Uh, where? Dragons. Constanos. Ka- um, In the city? Yep. <laughs> what? So, well, I'm glad um, I prepped that spell today. So, uh, the north end of Constanos, about, oh, 23, 22 years ago or so, uh... Well, no, let me start with a different story. Uh, so you all know Lysander Courage, yes? I know of him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, Kit would know that he has a history of requesting dangerous magical items for his work. Yes, he does. Uh, and some 25 years ago, he requested uh, from, in fact, D's group, uh, before they knew any better, um, requested uh, some uh, young dragon scales and parts for his work. And there was, we thought, an orphaned young dragon north of the city 
uh, lo and behold, it was not an orphan. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had a younger sibling that they unfortunately were forced to kill for their own safety. And a few years after that happened, apparently their parents uh, figured out where the hunting party went back to, which was Constanos at the time, and they attacked the north end of the city. I tell you that to tell you that we have never been able to kill those dragons, uh, and we don't know where they went after that attack and one a bit later, uh, but they just apparently came back again. Um, so how how so in danger on a scale of one to ten is everybody down there? Well, considering the city has fought them off twice before, I'm going to say that they could probably handle it, especially with all the technological advances. But the northern eighth of the city is still mostly ruins from the original attacks. So I'm dealing with that um, mostly because that's where my daughter and grandchildren live and all of my friends, mostly. Question. Um, um, yes. Where is that tree located? The, the, one, the one that, that I went through? Uh, at Mathine Tower Temple, which is in the south end of the city. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, do, you, do you know the really old white dragonborn and her like southern husband who's also <laughs> old i can't remember their name <laughs> rossner and ellen Estelle. yeah yes. them yeah are they okay because like they're harboring my younger brother yes yes they're they're okay it seems like they've been staying away from the south end of the city um it seems they seem to be avoiding the temples, which the south end is essentially the temple ward. Um, Vosner is the high graver of the Raven Queen Temple, um, the the leader of the uh, Kestrel Mace Order, and uh, Ellen Estelle is the high priestess of the Temple of Ion there. Oh, so, wow. uh, yes, they're. Pretty, pretty high-ranking, good friends to have. Oh. Um, I've been friends with them for. Bless you. I don't that even was a know. Cough, but thank you. Oh, I appreciate your blessing. <laughs> I, I've been friends with them for going on fifty years now. Uh, Ethane traveled with some of them. A long time ago, but uh, thanks to them uh, and some of their uh, allies and friends, we've been able to fend off these dragons so far. Um, but fending them off is not enough. So I'm dealing with that currently. Uh, Ethane is just. I, I need to get him back, and he'd be so useful in this situation, but he has to take precedence just under our daughter and grandchildren, because I, if I got him back and he found out that I let all that happen, he would never forgive me. 
Um, so. There was something uh, we found out. Well, about what? About Ethane's tether, I thought. No. Yes, you. Nope. We're did. not telling him about that. Oh, we're not? Okay, okay, okay. Nope. Yep. I wasn't quite... sure. I was like looking at my notes and I was like, I think oh. I remember we're not supposed to tell him, but what did we find out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're not telling him about that. But yeah. did Kit say that though? No. Okay. Because <laughs> it sounded like Kit. All right. I mean, Kit sounds like me, so. Uh, he sounds a little more dickish. We're gonna. I. I will. I would give him some some grace with that because I think he was just he couldn't remember. I was literally looking at my notes and no, I was I like, know. What I'm is just it? teasing. Yeah, I think. I think. I think Kit would remember that and be yeah. like, no. I assume Kit yeah, would. I don't I'm just remember messing. anything, but Kit would remember. <laughs> I'm just messing. It's okay. Um, I'm not that kind of DM most of the time. <laughs> yeah, we'll just kill. Bull, but you know we won't tell Ansem some information. That's fine. <laughs> um, but uh, Ansem looks down at the at the paper you gave him and says, uh, "It is not good that I recognize most of these names." Can you say we, that? Yeah, we we figure they're pretty high up people. Um, that the cult would benefit greatly from having control over. Mm-hmm. Yes, especially Clan Avery. Um, they're, uh, they're a bit of a big deal in some parts of Amnoblin. And obviously Lucas and Corsair and I see more. Mm, yeah, we're, we're aware. We've got both of those covered, though. Mm. For now. You have Lucas covered? No, more. The both more. of the Moors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and uh Ansem glances to Justine, who's still like thousand yard stare. He says Justine. And she sort of looks up, she's like, What? What? Is the food ready yet? It will be soon. Uh just soon. Why don't we just all we'll get through the morning, we'll resurrect Lucan, and then we can talk about game plan and just we can decompress a little bit. Yeah, let's have that day off. Yeah. Um, Ansem says, well, I can I can at least stick around for food, but I, I do actually need to get back. I... I've got a lot of plates spinning down in Constanos all of a sudden. Well, um, uh, while you're down there, would you mind making sure that my brother is still alive? If he's with Ellen Estelle and Vosner, he will literally be the last to die. I well, they said they were gonna find him a place, so I'm not sure if there he's like living with them or if they hmm. tucked him into a, a hut in the woods or something. I don't know. Well. <laughs> Your little brother is sort of cute and fuzzy, isn't he? Yes. Yes, very. I don't think he's going to go far from Bosner. Bosner adopts anything that moves. He's like Quinn. Oh, okay. But I do need to get back. Uh, in fact, Ellen Estelle is coming to get me shortly. 
Well, okay, if, maybe. Well, let me say this. I, I would appreciate the help, but you've already been helping me. Uh, you do not have to. I'm sure we can manage. But if you're looking for maybe time away from the current problem or feel like maybe making a little money down south, uh, going someplace warm, we can certainly bring you along. It would that, get Justine and Silas out of Cynthia's reach. Yeah, well... Yeah. And she can teleport anywhere at a moment's notice. Also true. Well, so we need to get anti-scrying materials. We, I want us all to essentially disappear so that oh, they don't yeah. know at all where we're going. We're I think kind of parallels, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think Kenna mentioned something about either Courage being a good contact for that or going to Constanos and getting yes. something there. Um, Constanos was the former place of Lysander's uh, Arcane Emporium before the Northern End got destroyed. But there are still plenty of other magic users, uh, magic creators, and uh, even some of Lysander's own apprentices that work there that I'm sure we could find something. That might be the way to go then. But well, um, I'm, I have to go back today, but Kit can get you there whenever you're ready. That's true. I mean, what, what are you thinking? I, well, I just need an hour to bring back Lucan and then we can go. Okay. Ellen Estel should be here in like two or three, so. Okay. Well, if you want to eat, let me resurrect somebody real quick and then find him some new clothes that fit, and then we can go. Because I don't know what he's going to come back as. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I don't have anything else. It's honestly, as, as somebody who almost had to make that choice once, uh, it's better than the alternative. He is an elf, though, so I'm worried if I like bring him back as like a like a uh, you know a halfling or something, I just cut his life expectancy down to a quarter. Um, but well, better than none at all. Yeah, no, yes. you're right. And there's no saying that if he didn't come up with enough money and whatnot, eventually he couldn't get someone very powerful to change him back. True. He's also very young, so I mean, even for an elf. That's true. Yeah. We've been, we've been punching a toddler. Yep. Lucan is like twenty. Yeah. Yeah, he's not literally punching a toddler. You've killed baby griffins. It's fine. That's true. Actually, no, that was Sylvie and Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't do that. Yeah, we Whatever, do the sleepers have done that. My yeah. my conscience is wiped. Time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you've literally done nothing that you could ever be guilty for Never. ever. Never, okay. Ever. Uh, yeah. Eventually, Silas comes out of the kitchen with a simple but 
good meal. He's not the best cook, but he manages. It's like it's like your standard fare, like eggs and American taters fries. and yeah, yeah and bacon and sausage. It works, but it's nothing fancy. Yeah. Now he really he's been learning food, you guys. for Me real too. though. Uh, uh, after he, this, I'm gonna make a poached egg, waffles, and sausage links. Oh and yes, eggs over easy. Got yeah. some bacon in the in the frigidator. The frigidator. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Silas sets everything out for you guys, and you tuck into your meal, and yeah. Oh, and some um, hot tea. Oh. Mm. Okay, continue. Sorry. <laughs> uh, after a little while, uh, the door to this sort of sectioned-off area opens, and you see uh, Kenna's apprentice, whose name I don't believe you've caught yet. So. Um, but she steps in. This young uh, 20-something, maybe late teens, uh, half-elven woman, Um she has a few similarities to Kenna, but not enough to make you think that they're, like, closely related. Um, but she is kind of burly, like Kenna. She's fairly tall. She has a very similar presence about her. I didn't want to just say straight-up asshole, but it's it's that kind of presence. Um, she opens the door and glances in, seeing all of you awake, and she says, Oh, good. Um... Uh, whenever you're all ready, uh, Kenna is waiting if you want to get your friend back together. We're just taking a second, we'll be there. I, of course, take your time, I just wanted to let you know. Um, and she closes the door. She's very awkward. Um, (laughs) but... Justine is just like scarfing down food and you see Silas who really hasn't had that much of an appetite lately um, is just kind of watching her like Jesus Christ (laughs) Um, and eventually she stops and she's like what? It's like nothing that all that muscle takes a lot of fuel and she's like are you really going to lecture me on my eating habits? You're real thin and he Shrugs. I kind of banter starts out. I kind of do push his like his plate a little bit closer to him, and I'm just like, "You haven't eaten a lot in the past couple of days, so you should take her advice." I I'm just not that hungry. I know, but you should try and do something. It's not that he's not eating anything, but you get the. You know, that after a little bit, he's just like, food doesn't taste good to him right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he eats, but just not that much. Uh, Justine finishes whatever he doesn't. So <laughs> takes a lot of takes a lot to keep her going. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Uh, yep. But once you guys are finished. Uh, <laughs> Silas uh, clears everything away, but Justine's like, no, 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 you know the rules. You cooked, I clean. And she takes it and goes and... That's adorable. Oh, that's really cute. <laughs> and Silas just left standing left the dishes for the servants. Wow. It's... 
I'm it's not I, a hotel. <laughs> I stand up and I start helping Justine. I'm going yeah. to clean up some as well. Justine I, just goes into a rage. <laughs> I pull an American Thanksgiving and I sit with the Go boys take at nap. the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, while wow. we watch the women work. <laughs> um, oh my but... god. Every fucking Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah, go watch football. Um, yeah, the boys are gonna go watch football while the women bring us beer and, and yep. do the dishes. Yeah. No talking. Um no. but yeah, in in the kitchen as uh my As God. Justine is sort of, she's doing the cleaning. She's, yeah, she's basically rage washing. She's just trying to get it done really fast. Um, thorough, but fast. Uh, but she, like, hands off to you to dry stuff and put away. Um, but as she's, as she's gone, you can, even though she wasn't attached to the people you lost, you can tell she's bothered. And like it's coming out in weird microaggression like ways, like the just yeah, no dirt will stick because she'll take <laughs> off the surface. Yeah, um, yeah. I kind of look over to her as I'm like drying off some plates. I'm like, I'm not gonna ask you if you're okay, but <sighs> I. Um, I have no right to be as upset as I am. <sighs> but goddamn, I'm fucking upset. You also an American. Wow, weird. Oh, sorry, she's English. Yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah. upset. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I'm so mad that I my accent changed. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I forgot. Just to, listen. Anytime I have an angry character, I immediately assume they're American. <laughs> um, but um, she, as she's going, she says, "I was really. He seemed really sweet, and I was looking forward to getting to know him. He was really sweet." I, I'm really, I know it's a stupid sentiment and it never helps, but I really am sorry for your loss. He, I knew him for a couple hours and it was clear that he adored you and Silas and Kit. Yeah, I... I feel really bad that we weren't able I feel really bad that we weren't enough you know to I I don't think it's that we weren't enough I think we were just caught off guard yeah that too she's she knows the ins and outs of that place below us and she probably knows the ins and outs of Haven and she knows Silas and I well enough to get around us she had the upper hand the whole way through It eventually we're going to get the upper hand I hope so and she's going to regret everything that she has ever done to my brother I kind of look back just to see if Silas is... He's probably just talking with 
all those yahoos back there. He's he's sort of listening to uh, Kit just give Ant some shit. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll turn to so her and I'll. The arm do? Um, <laughs> yeah. What if I do this? Does that do anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you feel Fire. it if I like? If I like, put a lightning bolt in it, or like, <laughs> what if I like? What's the what's the range on this thing? Like, how far can you turn it? Like, <laughs> just more. <laughs> <laughs> it's attached to him. Um, yeah. It has a limited range of motion, like a normal arm. And yes, he can feel things. Okay. All right. It's enchanted. Can you feel anyway, it when I um, do this? Can you feel it when I do this? Can you feel it when I do this? Can you feel it when, you I, feel do it when I do this? And he breaks your hand backward. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Justine uh, glances out at Silas as well, who's just sort of, as he often does, just quietly observing things. She says, he still looks awful. I think he's going to look that way for a little bit. I, um... I'm, I know he's capable of some things, but I, I'm worried about... I saw the look on his face yesterday and how useless he must have felt. I... I'm so worried that this is going to make him be too hard on himself that I yeah. I don't know as much about the connection with Dalthair as I'm sure you must, but I know it's not good. It's not healthy and I'm I'm scared he's going to be tempted to go back sometime. I am too. I I don't know. I think Bull and and Lucan it was just the worst time for any of that to happen and I'm worried how he'll take it. I I feel guilty. <laughs> Why? I feel like I talked him into it. I good. It was like watching my brother date some horribly manipulative, abusive asshole. It's like watching him date his first boyfriend all over again. Oh, I didn't... Uh, I, I, well, I'll ask about that later, I guess. But. He... It's like watching him date one of my first girlfriends, honestly. But, um... He... Silas has always been... He's not necessarily easy to manipulate, but he's very susceptible to Stockholm Syndrome. Once he thinks someone cares about him, he's loyal to a fault. And then if they turn out to be not so good, he goes one of two ways, either thinking that he can't 
get out of it or that he's not worthy of getting out of it. Uh, I was honestly worried about him with you for a while because you have a bit more of an aggressive personality than him. You aren't afraid to take control of things as need and I was worried, oh god, what if she turns out to be an asshole too? Because then Silas is stuck. But thankfully, you've turned out to be more what he needs. I don't know. Hi. Did I tell you that I turned him down the first time he asked me to, to marry him? Did you? Yeah. Why? It wasn't... I mean, it wasn't because I didn't love him. I mean, not that I can fault you for saying no either, but... I was just... I was scared of having that much power over someone else. I... I think you're the right person to have it, though. I know, and... Nobody who wants that kind of influence should have it. I know. I just... I still feel that way sometimes. Like, I... Like, he'll just listen to whatever I say. If I tell him to jump off a bridge, he would do it. And he would. I don't... I know. And I don't... I don't want to end up being another Cynthia or another Dilthair. I... I want him to make his own choices. He's very bad at that. I know. <laughs> um, no, I... In the short time that I've known the two of you together, you have pushed him to make decisions that are necessary, and even if they hurt, they're good. And so I have to think, based on your track record, that this is similar. Don't get me wrong, Dulthair. I met him. He's oh. horrible. And he's horrible for Silas. He's... It's not my place to say, but some of the things that he has talked Silas into are bad. Talked him into? That's for... That's for him to tell you, but... I mean, I know he's done some shady things, but... It... He's... It was right for him to leave and to say he wasn't going to do that for him anymore. I just... I don't know. I, I trust you because you're not sure. Well, that makes one of us. Well, someone has to be confident in you. I'm sure Silas is to a point. Apparently. He's more confident in me half the time than I am in me. But. Well. That's alright. We all need someone who believes in us when we don't believe in ourselves, I guess. 
Silas has always been that for me, so it stands to reason he'd be that for you as well. Yeah. I didn't become this loud, annoying, confident, battering ram on my own. I became this because Silas and Lauren and a few of our very few friends encouraged me not to be a quiet, meek little princess. Even though they sent me to Andalia Academy just to become that, yeah, it's a school of destruction of feminine, uh, feminism. <laughs> I... Silas is a believer in one powerful women and two women making things better. And you're right up there with me. So. <laughs> well, good. How. I guess I don't know a lot of your side of growing up. Did. Was Cynthia just as terrible to you as she was to um, him? In different ways. What is that? Okay. I think it's an airplane. It's not a helicopter. I, okay. It's an airplane. It sounds like one to me. Okay, that's flying pretty fucking low. Um, at least for this area. Um, but anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, she was awful in very different ways. My mother is nothing if not a hypocrite. And so... While she is a very powerful, influential woman... One second. What is that? <laughs> That's the cat. <laughs> it sounded like something squeaking across the desk. Yeah. I don't know. It sounded like one of the cats is going like. Eh. <laughs> but, I don't know if they do that. I don't know. I'm so used to dogs just like yeah. staring at me and just going like. <laughs> yes, so. that is true. Actually, I think yeah. Oswin makes that exact noise. Oh, she does. She does all the time, constantly. No, it was it was Titan. Um, oh, okay. He's because he's got that heart condition. He occasionally coughs, and it it sounds like that. Oh, yeah. It's very rare, but it does happen. Mm. He's okay though. Once he gets over it, he's okay yeah. for a few days. Um, anyway, uh, God, gotten interrupted I don't twice. Remember. Uh, Something about Cynthia well, being a Well, in different ways. Um, while she's a very powerful, influential woman, she did not want me to follow in her footsteps. She was very much a little girls are to be seen and not heard kind of person. And... I don't know why I would have thought that she would have, that I would have been the favorite, but Silas was always everyone's favorite in a way. Um, of course, he was our grandfather's and our grandmother's favorite. He's, I'm not bothered by that, but he was... As cruel as he was, he was our father's favorite as well, which did hurt. Um, and he's 
Um, Amada's favorite, or sorry, he was his father's favorite. Um, not hers, because she's adopted. But he was always mother's favorite as well, as awful as she was. And I was just sort of expected to be quiet and polite and pristine and be able to walk around with a book on my head and entertain and pour tea. Um, I never, I never fit that. I never wore dresses, I never did any of that, and so my mother's response to that was to continually find me tutors and not very nice people, especially uh, governesses who would try to beat that into me, Uh, sometimes literally. Uh, Her approach to me was much more physical than Silas, because... There was nothing she could get through my head. So, I was the one who got grounded, uh, occasionally beaten by my governesses and tutors. Never mother, she would never do anything herself. Um, yeah. My uh, father occasionally, uh, Silas the Second. Uh... But everything she did to Silas was mental. And in a way, I think, worse. Uh, She made him doubt himself so that he would only listen to who she wanted him to listen to. Thankfully, it didn't quite work. Our grandfather was too influential and too almost possessive of him to allow our mother to really get into him. And I think it saved him, but it's also left him uh, damaged in some ways. And I think the only thing she ever accidentally taught him that is worthwhile Well, two things. One is how to keep straight face in any situation. Um, He knows how. He doesn't always want to. And the other is that women can be very powerful, more powerful than men if they so choose. That was not the lesson she was trying to teach, but it was the one he got. Yeah. Well, I'm... Even though you say it wasn't as bad, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. I... It's hard to... I'm not glad that any of it happened by any means, but at the same time, I have no idea what I might be or what might have happened if that hadn't. I can't imagine a different version of myself that I would be happy with. I'm fairly happy with this version. Um, obviously, there's some uh, some problems still to be sorted out, and I'm sure a therapist would have a field day with me, but I like what I've become in spite of our family. Whereas Silas is definitely not in the same boat. Yeah. 
so I don't know. Maybe I need to punch him a few times and make him run 10 miles. Maybe that'll do it. Oh, yeah. He'll appreciate that. He'll collapse in 10 feet. Probably. I hope he eventually becomes something he can be proud of. So do I. Because even if he's he's an asshole occasionally, I'm proud of the fact that he never let them truly break him. He managed to become something better than them in spite of them. He's still got a long way to go, but he's... He knows how to love people. And that's already miles ahead of anyone else in that horrible group. And honestly, I think he's a better man than our grandfather as well. He, He looked up to him so much and wanted to be just like him, but he's better. From what I hear, I think I agree. I, I mean, I don't know what he's told you, and similarly to you, I'll, I'll leave that to him to tell. Um, he had more of a relationship there, anyway. I was always closer with Lauren or, well, people not in our family. Can't imagine why. Uh, well... <laughs> And I'm also proud of what you've made yourself into as well. Uh, I all right, that'll be the last of it. I, <laughs> I no, I appreciate it. I'm just terribly not good at taking compliments. I don't know how much you know about me and how I grew up, but practically nothing. Yeah, except I, that you were dead. Uh, yeah, well, that is. That was because of some family stuff. I spent a long time being kitty. Meow, meow, meow. Oh, he's just sitting there like a good boy. Two kitties. Oh, I can't oh, see. I see. Oh, now I see. Now I see okay. <laughs> it just shadow. looked like it was really shadowy. You thought, it was her sh- you thought yeah. she was a shadow? Yeah. yeah. Um, I... I spent a lot of my childhood being manipulated by family, too. And I don't know if I quite like the person that I am, but I'm... I don't know. I'm getting there, I guess. I mean, for what it's worth, I think you're pretty fantastic. Well, thanks. Don't give me that look. That's my job. We're both bad at taking compliments. Let's just move on and... Well, I think as long as we're better than what we came from, we're doing all right. Yeah, that's not a bad way of looking at it. Can only go up, really. Yeah, that's for sure. Anyway. And she, you finish drying the last of the dishes, and she walks with you back into the little dining area where Ansem is just staring at Kit, 
who's just <laughs> annoyingly messing with his arm and is starting to ask this? Can you feel to ask questions about the leg too and Silas is just sitting there like <laughs> Alright, who's ready to do a reincarnation spell? Not me. No? Nope. Okay, well anybody else want to throw their hat in the ring? And Silas shrugs says, I'd love to. Okay, well, on that fun note, wow. let's, um... It was meant to be a joke, so okay. right? Wow, okay. you're really good at jokes. That was that was so funny. Oh my god. And Justine <laughs> walks up and, like, gets him in a headlock, and she's like, you've always been a comedian, Sai. And he's like, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah, maybe... Yeah. <laughs> I can only do one reincarnate, so don't kill him. Yeah, God. <laughs> I don't know, Sai. Would you like to be an orc? And he's like, well, it's not a bad idea. How uh, how about we just work with what we got right now, and then <laughs> we, we get there body. if we get yeah. there. Yes, Ansem pops in with like, well, Oh my God. I just got an amazing <laughs> business idea. I'm going to start a shop. I can only take one customer per day. One or two customers yeah. a day. But I could kill you and resurrect you and you could get a new body every day. Want a new body? Let's get a new body. Can't you just do like a, a another like spell for that that doesn't involve killing? Oh, I could, but it's a higher level and I don't know it. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying like I think people would rather do that than... Nah. Die. I'll just, uh, okay. we'll do it a really easy way. I'll like, I'll kill him with tea. And then. Okay. Yeah, poisonous tea. And then I'll bring there him back. Go. I'll be like, whatever you get, you get. It's like a surprise grab bag. It's a really good idea. It's a great business idea. <laughs> 5,000 right. gold for a new body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's good profit margin. Um,. Yeah, okay. Anyway, do we want to bring back Luke? Yeah, we need to do that. Um, so you guys uh, gather yourselves up and head down the hall past the darkened visiting pool. Uh, Kenna's office door is open, and uh, you can hear uh, Kenna talking inside. And as you step in, you see the bench where Lucan is covered with... Uh, with a sheet and Kenna is once again sitting on her desk instead of at it because Mm -hmm. lesbian Um, and uh, she has a a golden edged mirror um, in her hand and she's speaking to somebody through it Um, you sort of hear the tail end you see (laughs) the tail end of the conversation of her being like I don't give a fuck. Just get it here now. And she sets the mirror down and looks at all of you as you step in. You can tell she didn't get a bit of sleep. She's like, good morning. Hi. Uh, another stave? Uh, no. Uh, materials for recreating the barrier around the Monomarig. Oh, better. People are giving me excuses and I don't fucking care. Um, so, do you want me to bring him back here, or do you want me to like do it in a different room so it doesn't ruin well, your floor? 
It's not going to do anything to the floor besides the floor is made of wood. I'll just regrow it. Okay. And I whip the sheet off. He's very pale, more so than before. Um, As you guys did not use gentle repose. So he's, he's not deteriorating, but he definitely looks dead. Well, yeah. All the blood settled to one side of his body. So he's just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I uncork the giant bottle of oils that I have and I just start dumping it on him. I'm like, everybody watch the master high elder druid here of the desert clan. Oh, um, you're master now. Okay. Yeah, master high, <laughs> high elder druid. Master high elder druid. Um, so... <laughs> I just like uncork the bottle and literally just turn it over and I'm just like thump. like you know do you turn a milk gallon over and it does that like thump, thump, yeah loop thump. loop yeah loop, like loop, every time yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what's going on it's just splashing <laughs> everywhere it's Except all it's a glass over the bottle place. it's a glass bottle so it doesn't flex and it's just that really violent bubble just thump, thump, yeah your whole arm shake yeah. every time. And I'm just letting it splash everywhere, like it's all over the place. Um, and then Kenna is just watching, like <laughs> I learned to be a druid by myself. This is I'm a <laughs> DIY know. druid. Um, yeah. <laughs> so and self-taught. Then, yes, and uh, I have I have a Google degree. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks ye, like it. Ye old Google. Uh, hey, it still works. That's the thing. It's not pretty, but it works. Um, nope. So I dump all those rare oils and all the Draugr Bloom oil on him that I have. And then I start whispering my spell and doing my hand okay. motions. So I did a little bit of looking at the spell beforehand. Uh-huh. Would you like me to roll the D100 or no. you... I'm gonna roll it. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is my spell, no. yo. It's one a D one hundred, right? D one hundred. Okay. Here we go, Lucan. See if we get some super hot bod. Oh, I I threw one on the floor. Uh, five. Oh. Too bad that wasn't a, a divine intervention. Yeah, for real. Not that I can do that anymore, but... Hold on one second. If we were going by the book, he'd be a dwarf, but it's different now. Yeah, I have a special one for Lauren. Can you imagine graceful elven Lucan comes back as, like, this little dwarf dude, and he's just like, (laughs) what the fuck? Damn it! You said five? Five. Shit, come back. Baby, come back. Any kind of What? I was singing the rest of the song. Oh. Any kind of see. I don't know it. I don't know all the rest <laughs> of the song. We just sound like characters from South Park. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Where did I put it? Ah! Uh, oh, it's a. Why did I buy this agate? That's a thousand gold. Why did you? I know there's a spell. I just can't remember what it is. 
Oh shit, oh, I remember you talking I about I love her. when I buy spell components and then immediately forget what I'm supposed to do with them. Uh-oh. No, Taylor. <laughs> what is that face for? I put this one in as a joke. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I turned him into a goose. Oh, yeah. No. No. But you're not crazy far off. Oh no. What? Should I roll with this or is this not okay? No, roll with it. Is it, is it, is it like really silly or is it like really silly? Oh, I'm so down with it. That is so <laughs> up Kit's alley. It's canon. But it's really okay. All right, all right. We're gonna do it. We're gonna fucking do it. He's gonna turn into the Glockatu. <laughs> Again, yeah. not that far off. Okay. Um, <laughs> sort of different, different, different animal group. Uh, oh no. <gasps> so, all right. So you dump out your gallon of oil. Oh, I know who he is. And uh, you begin casting your spell, which. Uh, after after you finish uh, distributing the oil evenly, yeah. you draw an oval around him to sort of contain this magical field. And in your Google DIY degree way, you're just like, shum, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> shum, um, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> but there are, there are portions of the spell that you do understand, uh, at least from a Thunar perspective. Oh. And one of them is using certain runes that are included in the spell. And so you finish the spell. How long is the casting time? One hour. Okay. Oh. So I just um, chant, like, by the sea and the fishies. Ah, ram you. Yeah. Ah, ram you. Sheep be true. <laughs> and you're like, please ram you. Sheep. And you finish the spell by casting your hand up diagonally, diagonally, and diagonally again in a certain, uh, a rune. And as you push it through toward Lucan's body, the rest of you all watch as his body begins to glow, a sort of soft white at first, and then slowly turns uh, a darker red and takes over all of his features. And his entire form, once you can't make out any features about him at all, um, his entire form begins to literally melt into the oval. Uh, set into the floor and before it begins to run out of the of the oval um, the edges sort of light up white and catch it and begin to shrink it back down until a sphere forms at the very center just sort of spinning and it goes through a few colors and eventually settles on eventually settles on a very sort of gentle cream color sort of like tan cream color not beige um, but a, a nice sort of soft color and then it begins to stretch out again but not very far and it turns into a small sort of vaguely spherical but a little bit flattened form and then you see little dark points grow out of it three and then four and then five six seven eight different dark points and you see 
little lines form in one of the dark points, and you see a blue flash, two blue flashes. And slowly this blob begins to form into fur. And it begins to show features of a long tail and long skinny limbs that are sort of curled up close. And you realize two of the dark points become big, big ears. And the face comes out a little further than you'd expect, kind of um, a straight slope and a little bit long. And then whiskers sprout from one of the dark spots on the face and a little nose. And you see the pattern of uh, the shape of a mouth form. And you watch as the, the tail slowly curls around and you are looking at a little oriental short hair cat mm-hmm. with Siamese dark points on its face, paws, ears, and the end of its tail. You turned into and, a cat? Hold on. Just okay. a straight. Okay. Um, and uh, there's a moment where everyone's quiet as the spell finishes and the last of this uh, oil sort of evaporates out of the circle. And the cat begins to uncurl and stretches its chest and sort of opens its eyes and you see these beautiful bright blue Siamese eyes and it blinks, glances back and forth around and it speaks and says, Ow. Ow. Hi, Lucan. And he goes to lift a a hand (laughs) to his face, but it's a paw, and he hits himself with a paw, and he's like, Kit, this isn't funny. Undo it. Mm, I can't. I can't. What do you mean? Just drop... Drop the spell. Drop Polymorph. I brought you back to life. Great. Turn off Polymorph. I can't. That's not a Polymorph. That's the body the gods gave you. And he looks up at you. This Now, an oriental short hair is a, like, tall, lanky cat. They're bigger than most. Um, They have sort of a long face. Do you know the cat Teddy who honks? Nope. I've shared him before, but he, he has kind oh, of a honk. one of these with their big fucking goofy ears. Yeah, they they're oh, kind of they're 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 very adorable. I love them. Um, they're super cute. Yeah, but they're really really tall and super lanky and thin. Um, but they look, uh, oh, they look they're the ones who look like Adam Driver. Yeah, yes, okay. they do. <laughs> You're Hold not on. wrong. Yeah. yeah. What does Adam Driver look like? Adam Driver. Uh, he looks... He's an interesting looking dude. Yeah, he looks. He looks just like those like cats. The, the, that cat. Oh yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Uh, you're looking at a young-ish Oriental short hair with Siamese color points, and I. 
I Dude. immediately look at Kenna, and I'm like, uh, um, so the spell is supposed to bring them back as a person. So, like, why did I get a cat? <laughs> I mean, technically... An animal that is intelligent and can speak and think like a person is a person. So, but it's so a cat. cats are people. But it's a cat. <clears throat> it's not like a tabaxi. It's like it's like that's a that's a house cat. And Lucan <laughs> is sitting there like the ears are kind of flat, and he's just like. <laughs> I turn um, to Silas and I'm like, oh my god, cats are people. Out of all of this, um, Silas walks up to Luke and crouches down in front of him, sort of folds his hands in front of him. He seems to be the only one in the group who didn't show, like, outright shock. This cat can cast spells. He he crouches down. He's a spell caster. Crouches down in front of Luke and he says. I'm sorry. And thank you. And Lucan's just staring up at him. Like, at first unsure of what he's saying. And then remembering sort of what happened. And Lucan picks himself up kind of unsteady because he's not used to having four legs. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Anytime. Um, I'm gonna walk over to Lucan, and I'm just gonna be like, "Can I? Can I pick you up?" That's weird. I know, but you're also like real little, so it's okay, right? <laughs> he's like, he's like as tall as your knee. He's Oriental short hairs are tall. Um, <laughs> um, but he's like, um, let's let's listen. I. Let's not do like the picking up thing or or touching or any of that for okay. a little while. That's fine. Please. All right. That's fine. And you can see the chest kind of rising and falling quickly. He's on the verge of hyperventilating. No, okay, okay, why don't we all why it's don't we all just back up? Just back up, give him some space. Yeah. Give him some space. I'll back up a little bit. I'll be like, it's okay. You're still really cute. Um <clears throat> so you've got that going for you. Uh you're a wizard, right? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll just get you in a few <clears throat> more battles, and we'll get you in some cool bookstores or something, because I'm sure you can still read, and then we'll, um, we'll get you a new body. I'm not... I, I can't fight anything like this. Are you kidding? Do you know how <clears throat> sharp you are now? Um, he's like, and he, like, picks up one of his paws and is, like, looking at it. And he flexes, and these long claws come out, and he's like, hmm? <laughs> You can at least scratch someone's eyes out with You that. are so, so sharp, and if you don't clean those paws, you will give them gangrene. Oh, or okay. ringworm. Like oh, God. Uh, yeah. uh, cool. Does this mean I have to poop in a box? <laughs> no, you are allowed to poop you do that. wherever you want. Yes. 
I I don't care what Kenna has to say. You just shit on anything. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> and Kenna's like, I I would I would prefer you, you know, didn't. Um, and Lucan kind of nods, like eyes wide. Which, because he's a cat, they get real fucking wide, mm-hmm. like like slitted pupils. And because he's an Oriental short hair, they get real big. He's just like, oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> um, you can also still cast spells. Can I? If they're verbal, probably. No, he can do all of them. He just I has mean, to I do little. Still... He still has to do little kitty paw somatics. I don't have thumbs. <laughs> you do. You do. They're just down here. <clears throat> oh, dew claws. Yeah, the dew claws. They're like down. Just look further down your arm. Oh, wait, maybe maybe it's just uh, Zena that has them. She actually has a fifth. She doesn't have like oh, a yeah. thumb mm-hmm. like some cats do, but she does have another claw right here. Yeah, <clears throat> it's like a genetic thing. They're so inbred that they can end up with an a, an amazing amount of toes. Do you hear that, <laughs> Zena? Your your thumb is inbred. It's true. Okay. <laughs> Now all I can think she of doesn't... is that stupid fucking TikTok where they're like, how to tell the difference between a purebred and an inbred? And it's like the dog and then a dog with a piece of bread on its face. <laughs> so it's stupid. Dumb. It was like bread with the, the snout sticking through and googly eyes on the bread. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I have the perfect art for Lucan. Oh. Yes. Heenie yes. Aw, look at him. So cute. Look at those big old ears. Oh, big now ears. we need to get him some like some little cat armor, or li- like a it. tiny little cat mantle. <laughs> I cannot yeah. wait to go shopping for him. I'm so oh, gosh. excited. There we go. Oh boy! I'll give him a little token. <laughs> Look at the cat. Oh my god, this is just like that stupid fucking thing that came out, uh, the meme, where that judge was like, I'm here and I'm not a cat. Uh, I'm not a cat, yeah. <laughs> Except he is. Oh. Um, I have played in a campaign before where the guy, one of the guys who I was playing with played a magic cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I well, love this. this. Is what's called an yeah. awakened cat. Ooh. Oh. Um, in, in official D&D. Thank you. That's the fucking spell. Thank you. Oh, awakening. No, yeah. it's not awakening. Um, oh. Uh, but anyway, I don't. I don't think it's an official D and D race, but it is an uh, unearthed arcano or something like that. Anyway, um, I put them in as a joke, but they do exist in my world. Uh, but basically, um, they were inspired by that salamancer thing. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um. So I, I tweaked them a little bit for my world. They do exist, but it's basically when uh, when a spellcaster, either something goes really wrong or they really love their pet, <clears throat> they awaken them mm-hmm. so that they can speak and do things too. And they function just like people, but they have the physicality of a cat. It was awakened. That's the spell. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Lucan is just sitting there just like traumatized all right well um um, 
Well, yay, Lucan's back. Yeah, Lucan's alive. Yay. Do you what? Do you do you need anything? Do you want anything? Do you have a <clears> craving <throat> for milk fish or? Um, would you like a shrimp? Do we have like a little laser pointer that we yeah. can? Yeah. Anybody have any catnip? Let's get him high <laughs> so he can relax. <laughs> This isn't funny. It's, uh, I'm not no, laughing. I'm not, literally trying to funny. help you. It's not funny. Uh, he's just sitting there, like, kind of curled up on Baron, himself. can you imagine a little evil cat, like, puppeteering you around? Just <laughs> <laughs> little strings yeah, tied. Just like, Marin's Mar- <laughs> like, Kit, this is not funny at all. Stop it. Little tiny <laughs> cat. Punch him. <laughs> Silas, Silas is still crouched down in front of him. He's really the only one who didn't back off. And he's like, I know you said not to touch you, but do you need a hug? And Lucan looks up at him and he's like, yes. Oh. And Silas, like, Silas doesn't quite pick him up, but he like pulls him in and hugs him. And yeah. Well, someone Luke from and Luke and making breakfast. But we we already ate breakfast, Luke, and we weren't going to make you do that. Well, he can't now. He doesn't have thumbs. Okay. Um, well. But Silas does actually pick him up, and he's like, go just hang out here. And Luke and, like, chills on his shoulders, just kind of, like, claws dug into his jacket, just like... Silas is safe now. We found Silas's new weapon. His a new cat. patron is Lucan. Mm. Oh. <laughs> sure. So now Silas can be. It's cut. No, yeah, no. So, okay. They move. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out, okay? All right, I'm they, listening. Yep. They move as one. And Silas will do a. He'll shoot somebody, and then Lucan will fucking fireball him from the other side. It'll be crazy. That's actually not a bad idea. That's a great idea. You know? Let's weaponize yeah. this shit. It's Honestly. like Florida man with an alligator. <laughs> yeah. An alligator. I alligator. didn't mean to say alligator, but it came out that way. <laughs> Don't you fuck with me or my alligator. Yeah. <laughs> I'll throw through the drive through window. Don't you fuck with me. Yeah. My alligator. My alligator. Um, yeah. Oh, God. So just sort of lets him settle there. So Lucan's like, Lucan is long enough to sort of drape across his shoulders, but he's holding on with his claws too. Oh, in the front, and like a like a like one of those fox pelts that people have that like connect together. No, he's actually laying across Silas's oh, okay. shoulders, so he's like resting right mm-hmm. here, gotcha. whereas his butt's over here. So um, cute. <laughs> but yeah, Silas sort of straightens up, makes sure that he's balanced and okay, and he says, "Well." One step at a time, I suppose. Uh, where are we going? Uh, we're going to... I guess we're... Okay, so Lucan, just to get you up, we're trying to disappear here. Um, That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and he glances around. Oh, no. oh, shit. But he doesn't say anything. He just looks around and sort of looks toward the door, but then pulls back and doesn't say anything. So yeah, we're we're probably gonna go to Constanos to try and get some. Um, are we sure that 
Well, I guess no one will recognize me. That's probably accurate. Why, is there a lot of cult activity down there? There's a lot of cult activity everywhere. Wow, yeah. And he starts thinking about it. And you kind of see some of the panic leave. He's like, no one's going to recognize me. Ever. Yep. You yeah, are now I mean. just a cat. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, once we take care of some of this cult stuff, maybe we can get your body back to the way it was. Or we could just create a new one for you. Sure. I don't know how any of that works, but... I mean, if you Um, want, I could kill you and bring you back tomorrow and try again. uh, No, no. I I appreciate the sentiment, but that is an unpleasant experience. Very hard reset button, but it is there. No. Yeah, um, so I'll, I'll make do. I guess I'm a carnivore now. I'll have to keep that in mind. Were you, Were you a vegetarian, vegetarian before? Not entirely. Well, the okay. good thing for you is that this party is inexplicably attracted to water, so there's going to be more fish than you can eat. <laughs> Maybe that'll taste good now. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> What do your what do your cat taste buds fee- uh, taste? <laughs> right now, um, dragon breath mostly. Oh, I, I feel like the... I haven't brushed my teeth in days. Well, I think it's going to be a few more days. We can get you some of those like little teeth cleaning treats. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe we can get Jess's son to like make you a special like electric kitty toothbrush. We, we all know that I'm 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 a person, right? I'm not a pet. No, no of we course. Know, but <laughs> yeah. you still have a cat insides, so I don't like. We have to oh, take no, care people... of you as if you are a cat. Oh, people are going to want to pet me. And... Yes, they are. But here's well, the thing. Here's something I want to tell you. I don't know how many cats you've met in your life, but um, if you just act horrible, people will leave you alone. <laughs> that's mean do you want them to touch you or do you want to be very sharp I don't know I've only been a cat for 10 minutes alright yeah why don't we just like give him a little bit of time no mull it over here we are going to go to Constanos little little tiny kitty thoughts Um, Uh, there may or may not be a dragon problem in Constanos. Why are we going to Constanos? Because that's where anti-scrying stuff is, and we also need to make some money. We need to, like, we need to take a little break Mm -hmm. from what we're doing right now. We, We were outmatched yesterday. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Kenna. Yeah. Uh, Lucan is looking for his brother who fell off the bridge and was potentially eaten by the lake serpent. Um, where would we find him and or yes. Well uh, I 
think the last I heard of him, he was headed in that direction, so you might find him there. Constanos? The serpent like, went to Constanos? Lucan, Lucan <laughs> perks up and kind of has a similar question. He's like, I thought I thought he was eaten, and kind of shakes her head. She says, no, no. He doesn't eat people unless, you know, they're being awful, and Nadvir wasn't being that awful. He was actually trying to help. So, no, he, he managed to get out after a while. Hmm. Um, I, uh, I don't know where he is, but I know people are looking for him. And I know that he got some advice to head down that way to see if maybe he could make himself useful to the chasers. Huh. Mm. Okay. And Ansem looks at her like, you sent that boy to try to get into the Guild of the Gate? And Kenna shrugs. Says, I didn't tell him to. But. To be fair, Ansem, she's like the worst god. So, oh my god. what? What? I didn't hear what you said. Genuinely, huh? <laughs> nothing. I didn't say anything. Oh wait, no, I know what you said. Um, Kenna just gives you a look, like I might be a DIY druid, but you're a DIY god. I didn't mean to DIY this. Yeah, but you did it anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> Not all anyway. of us can be Master High Elder Druids. I was. Waiting for Not the day anymore. where it's like... Super Ultra Mega yeah, Master yeah. Ultra... It's basically yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, uh, It just yeah. keeps getting like more <laughs> Super Saiyan as I go. Yep. Yep, and your hair just starts growing. Super duper extra growing. ultra uh, major king druid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's yep. a good one. King druid. King I like druid? That. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta draw the line somewhere. The druid king. Uh, that title's already taken. Uh, oh. But, yeah. Anyway, so we're going to Constantinople. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where uh, Ansem says. We're just waiting on Ellen Estelle, pretty much. I think she should be able to take all of us. Unless, Kit, you want to fast-track us there, but I don't know if you can. Uh, I can, but just in case we, like, walk into a bunch of dragons breathing fire, I'd rather keep that. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know about the rest of you, but, uh... I'm going to go take a nap. And Ansem walks out of the office. He didn't get a lot of sleep last night either. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess we'll just do our own thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you've got a couple hours. Is there anything you want to do? Um, I want to scrounge Lucan up some food. Yeah, that'd probably be a good uh, idea. I would probably get him multiple things. I'd be like, raw fish, cooked fish, like, a saucer of milk, um, stuff like that. I'd just be like... should not drink milk. You know this, right? Kit doesn't know that. Okay. Just making sure you know this in real life, though. Oh, I don't feed... I don't feed my cat any people food. You know, I take that back. I do feed him some teriyaki chicken once in a while because he really likes it, but... 
<laughs> you know those chickens on a stick you can get at the Chinese place? He really mm -hmm. likes those, so I give yeah. him a little bit. The, the chicken that I made last night with like all the garlic and onion and soy sauce, I started dishing out some to eat and Titan went fucking insane. <laughs> and so I was like, no, no, this will literally kill you. You cannot have this. Yeah, um, a little tiny heart, yeah. kitty heart murmur and then you give him that much salt. Yeah. yeah. He's just dead on the floor next to me. I'm really bad. I give my dogs french fries and now every time yes, I have do. fries... Every time I have fries, now they're just like, excuse me, <laughs> I would like stop, some. Stop giving them to them. It doesn't, no, no they just cry. Yeah. I don't care. It's worse. They'll, they'll cry. Taylor, I feel like I'm a lot more hardline with my pets than other people. Yeah, see, you're, that's the thing, though, is you're, like, not. Yeah, I am. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not hardline about where they can go, but I am about what they can eat because I don't want them to die. Oh, Oswin is going to be fine. Oswin is 100% muscle. Yeah. She's Anyone. eaten, like, chocolate cereal before and nothing has happened to her. And, like, yeah. honestly, I'd... I'm sure Titan has eaten some shit that I've dropped on the floor before. Yeah. Well, and most of the cats from the place you got them from used to be street cats, so they've eaten literally anything. Yeah, they don't need any more. No, he's fine. He's cool. It's I good. I smell like anyway. onions or something. Is I don't know. Corey home? Yeah, he's making chili, but he he doesn't like onions, so I'm like, why oh. does it smell like that? I don't know. So what would you guys like to do with your time? Anything uh, you'd like to do around the Montemari Haven? I think I'm going to spend some time working with the staff. Can I come with you? <clears throat> sure. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna like, I'll leave Silas, Silas and Luca, and I'll be like, okay, so like, make sure he doesn't eat too much. His stomach is like this big now, so like, you know. It's, I know. Okay. I've, I've had cats before. I know how they work. Okay. <laughs> and remember, he is the he is a deadly weapon. Yes, he is, deadly. and he just scratches them. Oh my god. And Lucan is like. Uh, oh, why? I don't. I, I like it, but I don't. <laughs> All right. Well, you you boys have fun weaponizing yourselves. Uh, I'm gonna mm -hmm. go with Marin and play with our staffs. <laughs> uh. <laughs> nope. Yep. Gonna go. Nope. Gonna go. Stretch out the old rod. <laughs> Marin Marin's behind him. He's like, and she's like, nope. Nope, we're not doing that. Nope. Uh, we're phrasing it differently. Lucan and that. Justine have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh uh, well. Just don't worry. You will. Oh, if God. you hear an explosion, it's probably us. <laughs> that's even worse. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna throw us on break real quick. Okay. Uh, just a little bit early because I need to use the bathroom. Uh. So we'll be back in like 10 minutes to get into all the staff stuff and the checking out the place. Okay. So, all right. see ya then. 7 o'clock. Bye. Dinner with me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for bringing us back in, Titan. Meow. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hello again, everybody. That was perfect timing. <laughs>
I honestly, like, I saw him, like, under my monitors, and I was like, hello? And didn't, obviously didn't say it, but I was just like, oh, please say it. Please say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so just so you know, Uh-oh. the chili wasn't done yet, so Corey's going to sneak me in some food okay. partway through here, <laughs> so just in case. I yeah. am very, very tempted to, like, order out some Chinese food because that sounds really good. Don't... I know, but I'm also saving money for yeah. house stuff. Well, then just only get a little bit. I don't buy... I'm not mom. I don't buy the whole fucking menu. I just get one thing, but, like, it's still... After Grubhub and everybody else takes their share, it's like fucking yeah. thirty dollars. Yeah. For some goddamn chicken. Chimkin. Chimkin. Then get an instant pot. And make something quick. We got an it's instant like, pot and it's great. The instant I pot I want is like two hundred and fifty dollars because it's also an air Whoa. fryer. Oh. It does yeah, it does literally good. everything. Yeah. Mine, mine is like the seven function, uh, where it can do a few yeah. things. Um, mine would but do my I, uh, I also bought one of those because I have because I have cabinets that are all the counters are underneath the cabinets. I bought one of those little steam diverters mm-hmm. uh, in the shape of a dragon's head. Cute. So it's a black dragon that that breathes steam when you drain the steam out of the out of the thing. That's adorable. It's pretty good. That is pretty cool. I'll have to show. I'll have to take a picture of it at some point. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> you guys are in the Monomarig. Uh, Kit and Marin have gone off to check out the Flame Heart. Mm-hmm. Where do you guys go, and what do you do? Is there like an open area or something? The largest open area that would not cause massive ruckus would probably be just outside the Monomarig. Um, So within the crater, where it's still safer, but um, there are large sort of patches of land in between the temples that people use for all kinds of different things. So you could go out to any one of those and chill away from the temples. Okay. Is it... It's not, like, super flam- flammable over here, is it? Um, it's not super flammable. Like, there is grass and there are some trees because this portion of the North Pole is different due to the magics and also, honestly, the geothermal activity. Um, where things are vibrant enough that they're unlikely to catch fire. But there are also some rocky and more barren portions close to the crater wall that you could use, too. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pull it out. Yeah. Is that your new motion for it? Oh, no. I haven't... Okay, so you're 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 trying things out. Yeah, I think Marin's been like messing around with it, but she hasn't like really nailed it down yet. Yeah, you don't know its personality yet. No, it's because it literally doesn't have one yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll just hold it out. Like, okay, well, this is all I've learned how to do so far. Okay, all right. Six foot kyanite staff extends. Yeah. 
I kind of set um, it on the ground, like walking stick style, and just be like, which, oh. "Yes, isn't Marin kind of short? She's like five, between five two and five four. Yeah, so it's kind okay, of okay. So she's her. a little on the short side. Yeah. Um, um, if you want, the staff can change size. Uh, so if you don't want it towering a full eight inches above your head. I guess I will try and have it match a little bit more of my height so it's not as unwieldy. So as you extend it out and set it down beside you, you look at it and kind of squint your eyes and focus. <laughs> and it slowly begins to sort of compress down until it's about level with you. That's huh. handy. Huh. Cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. P.S. Uh, Ash and I had a, a, a pretty substantial conversation after last game yes. about what the staff could slowly become capable of. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's going to be fun. Yeah. So can you like summon a firestorm with it, or like uh, I haven't burned down an entire tried. village? I'll take it in both my hands and. I will just kind of like wah, and see if anything happens. You just swing it? Wah, yeah. Wah. You swing Do you it. make the noise every time? Yeah, every wah. time. Just wah. <laughs> Okay, you swing the staff and it goes wah. Nope, apparently not. Uh, how about like if you try to well if you like concentrate on it, if you're like, oh, fire. I'll take it and point at like a patch of grass and go, ooh, fire. Not in your out loud. What? What? Why? Think fire in your head. Be why? Do, why can't fire. I say it out loud? I mean, you can. It's just not a spell. I don't think any of this is a spell. Do you know any I'll- spells? I know some spells, but not like a lot. Like, what if you what if you reach out to the staff with your heart? Oh my god! It's called the flame heart. I I called it that because I don't know because it looks it's the fire and I don't know. It was just they, they Ken was asking me to name it and I don't. It just came out. Reach out with your feelings. Oh, I don't want to reach out with my feelings. Okay. This is going to be very Jedi training. I will reach out with my feelings and think fire at the ground. Okay, so when you, I need, I need something more specific. Are you like genuinely trying to like talk to it, or are you just fucking around? I think. Um, at first, I'm fucking around, and then, like, at some point, I'm just like, okay, come on, do something for me here, like, anything. Come on. <laughs> Ugh, I set it down, and I'm like, it's broken. Can you, it's, it's not it broken. It doesn't work. Um, can you ask it nicely? Have you... I did ask it nicely. What am I supposed did to? Oh, you... oh, staff. No, use its Please. name. You named it. Use its name. <laughs> oh, Flameheart. Oh, Flameheart. 
Why dost thou spurn my attempts <laughs> at magical aptitude? Oh, crabgrass. Oh, crabgrass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, I guess I will. <laughs> yeah, I guess I will just like after doing that for a little bit, I'll just be like, okay, Flame Heart, can you just help me out here? I'll. I'm thinking this. I'm not saying it out loud. Like, Bud, can, can you just help Titan. me out? Not Flame Heart. Fuck off. <laughs> um, just help me out here. Just. Give me the first stepping stone and I can I can work with you on it, okay? We'll work together. Make me a... Yeah. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be a saving throw. Make me a persuasion with advantage. Okay. Ooh. I have decent persuasion. Ooh, too. bitch. Got time to triple class and a wizard. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, so as you're sort of speaking more gently and trying to connect to it, it, it occurs to you that Kenna told you that this thing now ha is a sliver of you. And as you sort of adjust your tone, almost a little more like you're talking to a child. Um, you hear a very quiet voice trying to mimic you, but its voice is clearly different. Um, you can't tell if it's male or female. It sounds very young, but it just says flame heart. And you see the red uh, quartz crystal at the end of the staff start to burn and flicker. If I swing it down now, does it do anything? Not in a way that would cause damage, but a trail of fire is left mm. after it. Oh I my did god. I did something. You did? Well, I don't know if it was you, but yeah. Oh, wow. Thanks. Okay. <clears throat> um, hmm. I don't know. I don't have a lot of... Spells. I don't know. I can't really charm or to yeah, not charm. I looked at my spell slot, my spell list, and saw charm person, so that's why I said charm. Um, I can't really do anything. Hmm. I wonder something. What? I'm gonna put flame heart back on the ground, like walking stick style, and I'm gonna take ace of spades out. Oh God. I wonder if I can do, like... Like, channel it? I don't know. Right? Like, but this is what I use. I don't, I'm not really a magic-y person like you, so... I mean, you give it a shot? <sighs> okay. Ha -ha. Uh, that was a pun. Didn't even <laughs> So hilarious. Um, Thank you. Mm, uh, I, again, will think, okay, blame heart. What can you do with this? Anything? Um, as you're sort of holding uh, each in one hand, 
You feel um, the kyanite under your fingers warm ever so slightly. And you feel it become... Like your grip makes it contract. Like it suddenly starts to fit into your fingers. And you watch... Kit, you see this more than Marin does as she's trying to concentrate. You watch the staff start to shrink and bend forward. And you see it continues to shrink and shrink and shrink. And then the end of it splits into six pieces that each hollow. And you watch the bottom end of it curl up and shrink into Marin's hand. And suddenly you're looking at an exact copy of the Ace of Spades, but made of blue kyanite. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna take it. That's... I'm gonna take it. And is there like a somewhere I can aim? I mean, there's a wall. Okay, I'll aim at the wall. <clears throat> and I'll shoot. Click. Oh fuck! Bullets. Okay, I will take out a few bullets. Put it on in. Okay. You load it. Click the cylinder back into place. Aim. Um, just for the fuck of it, make me an attack roll. Okay. God. I mean, it is a fucking wall, but it it's less for the AC. hit. It's less for the hit, more to see if you fucking break it. Oh, uh, that's a 23. 23, okay. Mm-hmm. You aim, and as you're aiming, you watch the sights begin to form as well, like you have on Ace of Spades, and as they finish forming, you pull the trigger, and the explosive sound is the same sort of sound but it has much more of a punch to it and you watch a shriek of fire like a tracer round follow the bullet and smash into the wall with more force huh alright and you hear a quiet little voice just sort of giggle like happily like not creepy but like excited uh, you know what? I think I'm on board with this now. This is so unorthodox. But yes, I, I kind of like it. It's really strange. You know what? I'm cool with it. Huh. If if that, and I point back at the wall, if that's like any indication of what's going to happen to Cynthia's head, mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah, and judging from uh, the look of it, uh, she'll probably be on fire from the inside. Good. Huh. The barrel is still smoking ever so slightly. Yeah, I'll just go. And then, do you. Now, will it become the gun every time? If you put it away and bring it back, will it become the gun? I don't know. We'll try it. I'll dispel it. Okay. Okay. You. Dispel and it disappears. Now you need to come up with a cooler, like a draw, to like pull it up. Yeah, maybe maybe something like like ha, and then it like just forms in my hand, and I go like ha, ha. So like you're reaching back behind you. Yeah. Okay. So you reach back, and at first it doesn't work, Mm. and you realize you need to work something into it that's more arcane. Um, more alchemy-ish. 
And as you're sort of practicing the movement, eventually you get a snap into it, and that's what causes it to appear in your hand, and you quick draw it. Yeah. So it's like reach back, snap, draw. Yeah. Like a kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Sweet. <laughs> okay. All right. How many times can you do that, or just does it do it every time? I don't know. I'll keep messing with it until it stops working, I guess. You can draw it instantaneously at any time. No, I mean, how many bullets are incendiary? You don't know. Uh, I don't know. Do you want me to keep shooting the wall and Uh, find out? I don't know. I don't know if that wall belongs to anybody. You guys already have people staring at you, so... Maybe not. Especially a bunch of Malandrata. Maybe we will just... You know what? This is a good like experiment anyway. We'll just yeah. we'll work with that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to run out of. I don't know if there are charges to this thing or anything like that. But if my staff only has one charge per day, but you're also doing something different, so it could be that you have more than one. I'll just I'll shoot at the wall again one more time. <sighs> Another thing. tracer round. Yes. All right, I think I have more than one. You might have six. You might have a full chamber. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Cool. 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 Um, cool. Tight, 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 tight. I don't want to break the wall. I mean, no, I, I guess I'll run them all out. Okay. See. The next four shots all have streaks of fire following them. I will and reload. You actually watch, because the fire is so intense, the barrels start to glow. Um, Just for a moment. Um, Or, sorry, the the rod in the center of the cylinder starts to uh, glow. Um, It doesn't, like, melt or anything, because kyanite is crazy Mm. heat-proof. So, yeah, you fire full... Six six shots, they all trace. Okay. I will put one more bullet back in. Aim and shoot. Flip it shut. Shoot. Another tracer. Oh my god. <laughs> Is this shit unlimited? It might be. I don't... Did I give you the damage specs for this? Yes, you did. Okay. I wrote it down. Huh. It is in my inventory. Well, as long as it is in a gun form, that's what it does. Interesting. Okay. It's now not I kind of wish I could easy. turn mine into a gun, but well, you you don't have know, you have a Heidelin staff. I know. She does uh, I I I'll just look at him and be like, maybe you should search your heart. The last time I talked to one of these, I. I killed an entire island worth of people. That is true. Okay. Speaking of which, uh, Kit, as you're as you're watching this and sort of bantering back and forth, eventually you hear a voice say, "Give it back." Um. Oh God. Okay. I and take a in, few steps back. <laughs> in Marin's head, as Kit is like, "Whoa!" In steps back. You hear like a quiet little organ. Is it talking to you? Uh, yes. Algar just said, "Give it back again." I'll walk over to him and touch the organ. 
I will okay. summon it so it's staff size. Okay. Uh, you reach out and take hold of the the staff just to touch it, and you what feel that. This- oh, whew. it's fireworks for some reason. It's March sixth. Yeah. I don't still know. No. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I- people are celebrating spring or something. It's not spring though. I know. What is the March sun 6th? was out today? That's all all we need. Um, okay. But as you reach out and uh, take hold of the staff with Kit, uh, Kit, the first thing you notice is it detaches from your hand, um, and the uh, crystal at the end pulses. And uh, Marin, you feel a small jolt through your arm. Nothing painful. But then the Orden hide just sort of goes and goes dark. Can you can you get rid of him? I mean, I wouldn't know how to do that, but could you ask yours to get rid of him? Didn't Kenna say that could possibly blow us both up? I mean, to be fair, you're holding both of them right now. I don't... I don't know if it's powerful enough for that. I... How do we get a hold of Senna so that she can fix it? (laughs) No, oh god, I don't want to... No. I mean, this would be a way for her to help the world. If she could deactivate the staves one at a time. Well, Kit, that might also mean that you have to die and be brought back. That's fine. (laughs) Okay. Why don't we just chill here for a second? I'll give him back the the Orden hide. Um, what if we try and I don't know. So Kenna said that these things should be able to juice each other up. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are complementary staves, which means in the presence of each other mechanically, they should be double power. Yeah. So. What if we try and... I don't know. I don't know if that would do anything bad to either one of the staff... Or the staves. To try to use one? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe... You'd think... Oh, thank you. My sweet... My sweet boy. Ah, it's really hot. Sorry. Um... I forgot what I was saying. Um, um, we try something. Yeah. Well, why don't I... we try... What if I hold on to you and you cast something? That's what I was thinking. I've got something that doesn't blow up, so... Okay. Um, I will just make sure I have it. I'm gonna recall... I'm gonna recall Flameheart back... Okay. And in in like dismiss it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yep. It as it disappears it leaves behind a little trail of blue sparks. Okay. Oh, and I'll put I... my hand on Kit's shoulder. Okay. You feel the equivalent of as as you touch him directly while he's holding wait, no, the Ordenhide is shut down at the moment, so you feel nothing. How long does it did it take for it to come back last time? 
Yeah. About five minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I guess we can just wait yeah. here for a second to I'm see. Sorry if about the fireworks. You hear off in the distance, you hear people working on some, like some masons working on stonework. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, it's the and last it's- day of Yule, so everyone's celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but eventually, as the Ordenhide crystal flickers back to life, um, if you touch him now, uh, you will feel an electric sort of, not a shock, but like a buzz mm. as, you're, as your hand touches him. Okay. okay. Try, try something. Okay. Almost, uh, like, almost like, a, like a light version of a shock collar. I will... I will reach the. I will summon the staff up and reach forward, and I will cast Flame Blade. Flame Blade. Okay. Yeah, so that the it basically turns the staff into a naginata. So there's like a long blade of flame at the end of the staff. Um. Nothing happens. There's no flame at all. Nope. Hmm. You just hear again. Give it back. Oh, don't touch me. Oh, no. Back off. No, I, I back off real fast. Do I still lose the spell slot? Yes, you do. Damn it. Um, okay, so uh, you and I near each other. Not gonna do anything. Uh, actually, he just turns it off completely. Damn it. I mean, I guess it was a good thought. I don't know. I can I... keep working with Flameheart, see if... There's something that it can do. It, like, it also talks to me. Oh? I mean, it sounds like... Kind of sounds like a little kid. Almost. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. I guess it is brand new. Yeah. Well, and... Kenna said it was, like... Part of my soul? Or whatever? Hmm. I guess it's, in a way, me. Okay. I don't know. It's all that's all weird. No, it is weird. Me. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Really and uh, about this time, you guys see the familiar dark, tall figure of Silas approaching, mm-hmm. Lucan perched on his shoulders. Kitty. Hey, guys. No, I had gunshots. Oh, yeah, uh, this you know. this wall really fucked with me, so I had to teach it a lesson. Mm-hmm. And he turns and looks at the seven kind of big-ish holes in the side of the crater, and also the crowd of people watching you guys. I won, so. Yeah, no, she definitely mm-hmm. won. I lost. I see that. Do you want to I mean, do some target practice while you're here? Um, something tells me that uh, firing bullets at the side of a sacred crater is not the greatest idea. Oh, look! Look what I did. It's fine. It's it won't collapse. Maybe. <laughs> it's still sacred ground. Okay. Well. All right. We didn't have anywhere else to go. That's so. True. Um, um, can we go talk to Kenna real quick before we leave? About what? 
Uh, I just have some questions to ask her about this staff. Um, I mean... You, I, we can, I guess. I mean, I'll go by myself if you want me to, if you guys want to, okay. like, chill out and shoot more things. Yeah, maybe we'll just, uh, I'll just mess around a little bit more by myself yeah. here. Or, um, Silas... Uh, walks over to you, Kit, and sort of shoes Lucan off his shoulders, and Lucan settles on yours. Oh. He he has to more carefully like dig his claws into specific parts of your outfit because you're normally sleeveless and midriff bearing, mm-hmm. but he yep. he holds on. Mm. Yeah. All right, Lucan, we're gonna go take over the world. Have fun. With world domination, I guess. I will, okay. now that I have okay. my evil hench cat. <laughs> um, alright. I'm done being an evil henchman, thank you. I, no, you're not a henchman anymore, you're a hench cat. Um, alright, <laughs> let's go see Kenna! Okay, um, I'll follow Kit at first. Okay. So, you head back in across the uh, bridge to the Monomarig. Uh, where you see that uh, another uh, priestess, uh, sorry, sentinel, uh, that Lauren is watching over the bridge, and she smiles as you walk by and nods. Just sort of a sentinel watching over everything. Um, And uh, you head back down, pass by all the Malandrata wandering around, and uh, you find Kenna down in her office. Uh, She has... uh, Moved on to some other kind of project where you see she has a number of different colored uh, precious and semi-precious stones spread across her desk. And she seems to be inspecting them. Mm -hmm. And, like, she has some jeweler's tools that she's checking them out with. But you don't know what she's up to, but she's she's doing something. Um, And as you step in, she looks up and says... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, new development. Mm-hmm. Um, my staff doesn't work anywhere near her. Olgar is blocking my magic. Is he blocking it, or is this other staff blocking it? He keeps saying, give it back, and he won't... Well, yeah, that's all he ever talks about. Okay, but that then my magic won't work. I Well, I tried to cast the spell while Marin had her hand on me and it nothing happened. Yeah, that's pretty much the opposite of what's supposed to happen, but then again, it's not the Fjordhide anymore. Um, do you think Senna could get rid of his soul? I don't want to deal with her if we don't have to, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, well, think, think about it, because one of your biggest problems besides the Monomar, or the Malandrata, Malandrata? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is the staves. If we can get her to start basically driving his soul out of them that's a lot less problems in the world and on top of that it's not like we destroyed one of the staves and now seven are more powerful than nine it's 
we took one out completely, so now the seven are only as powerful as eight. That's true. This may be the only way to get rid of them. But we don't even know if she knows what she did. Well, I mean, she could... She could take this one. Kill me. Uh, no. Okay, alright, okay. So, she could watch as I give this one to you. And then kill me, give me one of hers, and then I'll just give her one back. We'll just It'll be an even trade. Uh... Mm-mm. 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 No. Okay, well, what if I do That's... it without your permission? Well, then I'm gonna have to kill you when you come back. Oh, okay. Listen, I... I don't know. I don't know anything. I don't understand what's happening. I haven't understood what's been happening for the past 200 years. I understand less now than when I was mortal. Why don't you call her so we can ask? Because she's Senna. Okay, you keep saying that, but that literally has no bearing anymore. Okay, well, let me expand upon that for you. She has a history of duping people for staves. And at some time, sometimes she seems like a real nice lady. She seems like she wants the best for everybody. But then as soon as she gets what she wants, she's out. And I've heard stories of her doing things that seem to be just purely just just out of the kindness of her heart. And then sometime later, she comes back to manipulate that trust to get a staff. I mean, the last time she came to me, was right after she untethered Marin, and she tried to tell me she wanted to help. And when I asked her why I should trust her or give her another chance, she had no answer for me. What answer could she have that would have convinced you? Uh, frankly, none. Then what's the point? If she I... knew that, then there was no answer she could give you. I am in a difficult position here, Kit. I have people expecting me to know how to fix this. And I've been burned by too many people to ever trust really anybody, much less her. Because I have no proof that she's not still Sanka hiding in there. The goddess of rot who just ripped through the world trying to find these staves on her own. I have no proof that she's not any part of the original Senna anymore. I have no proof of anything about her. The only reason you have a staff right now is because I know that I can't do this alone. And you've been, while horrifically fucking annoying, you've been one of the people who seem to understand, albeit from experience, the gravity of the situation. 
And the same sort of goes for Marin. I would rather have people who respect and fear this power than people who really want it, even if it's to help. So if you have no answers and you don't know how to do this, you you keep saying that, but you do have proof. Marin and her stave is proof that Senna will do she's done at least one good thing. But we don't have proof that she didn't just give it to her as a loner. She's just waiting for her to die. We have Marin no is... proof that it won't go back to her after this. Marin is talking to it. She can hear it. I... I don't trust anything that I see or hear or feel because it could be magic from somebody else. It is... It's honestly maddening that I don't know what to do or... The only people I felt that I could really, truly trust have been murdered because of these staves. My own granddaughter, the former elder druid of the Monomarig, was murdered by a walker for the Sefenhide staff. And now I'm left carrying everything that she was doing and trying to fix this problem. And I've been doing this for 200 years. I, I think, honestly, I'm just kind of broken at this point. And maybe you shouldn't ask me for permission. Because I'm I'm not going to trust anybody. Okay. Well, that's good to know, I guess, because as much as I'm sure the world appreciates what you're doing, you're not doing anything anymore. I'm not. And we have to try things. It, there's no... There's no way around that. If we don't try something, then we're never gonna get anywhere. And I know that you can't keep up this dance for the rest of all time. Because somebody... They've already proven it, that if somebody wants these staves bad enough, they will get a hold of them. I've proven yep. it. The cult has proven it. Senna has proven it. So we have to do something. So... I guess the only thing I can really do in this situation is try to maintain what I'm doing right now. I know I can manage at least two. Okay. But... That and Haven and the Monomarig and the Malandrata and essentially all of Central Amnoblin, I can't, I can't take on anything else. Keep, keep me informed with what you're doing mm -hmm. and I'll try to 
advise where I can, but you're right. I'm one person. Can you call on the Druids of Green's March to help in any way? I was thinking of something similar. With the hurricane wall and with Annika's abilities, I think I could safely place a staff there okay. because they all understand and appreciate what these things do. They're descendants of the people who were nearly killed in the epicenter of the calamity. But and you need what? to be careful because I know. there was already a cult sp- scout there. Yes, I'm aware of that now. Uh, I'm thinking... I know I can trust Annika. She's... She's... Not by default, but because she's family, but she is close family. I... I'm... Not to make myself sound like all that, but I basically trained her. She... She looks up to me. I know I can trust her. So, with the hurricane wall, maybe I can place the Gaithahide there, and that may help to reinforce the hurricane wall, and I know she'll look after it, and her children will look after it, at least until something more permanent can be figured out. We had places for these staves before, When I found them, I would place them where I knew they could be looked after and would be hard to hunt down. But obviously those places don't work anymore. I mean, you managed to get out the one that I thought no one could. It really wasn't that hard. Yeah, that's because you have fucking Tultunost helping you. Mm -hmm. Bitch. But what's supposed to happen is the Gaithahide was meant to stay down there under Surmir's protection. But because Taldanos got involved, she talked down her cousin. Hmm. If you tried to go back there now, Surmir would destroy you. Okay. Um, all right. uh, I think I think the Gaithahide I can at least put in Green's March. And then that'll free up a spot here where I could take on another staff if I needed to. The Vox Tide is fine with me. It's. We aren't friends, but I know it well enough to control it entirely. So. I can put another one down in the vault. And with the Malandrata around, they don't look like much, but they are hell to deal with if they're threatened. So I think it should be okay. So, bring me the Galahide or something. Galahide? Is that the dark dark staff? That's the dark staff that the cult has. Gotcha. If I find it, I will bring it to you. Alright, just don't hold two... St- Actually, no, you could hold that one. Yeah. Uh, you would just cancel the Ordenhide out. That's fine. So, don't do anything too dangerous while it's canceled out. 
Well, I if I get a hold of it, I will bring it back to you immediately mm-hmm. because uh, I don't want to offend at once. Well, in that case, um, let me get you acquainted with the tree here. Yes, please. Um, and she leads you down into the caves where you see all these crazy fucking mushroom trees with the big succulent leaves and the white orchid in the middle. And she says, don't get near any of those. Yeah, um, oh, I, I know, yeah. And she takes you along the water's edge uh, once you get down into this cave and you see all the malandrata drifting over the surface of the water, watching the waterfall. Um, And she brings you to a little stand of these sort of weird, twisted uh, pine trees that are growing in the dark down here, uh, sort of in the dim light of these little blue wisps. And she brings you up to a central one, which is uh, wider and taller than the rest, where a lot of the lower branches have been sheared away up to about seven feet um, and sort of treated like an arborist has actually like come in and looked after it. And she brings you up to it and says, this is my main tree. Uh, it works. It's my main tree. Mm-hmm. His name tree. is Gerald. Be nice. My homie. Um, all right. Well, it's nice to meet you, Gerald. I'm sure I'll be coming through you <laughs> eventually. Um, yeah. Alright. Um, do you know how to contact Senna? I mean, she can't leave this plane, so generally I'm sending spell works most of the time. Do you have one of those? I don't have any of those. Nope. Okay. I'm a druid. Can Lucan still do it with his little paws? Oh, I have, I have Lucan. He's yeah, been he's so quiet. Shoulders. Lucan. He's shell shocked. Lucan. Yeah, he's like, what, what, what? Yeah. Can you do sending? Can you send a message? I don't know. Could you before you were a cat? Yeah. Okay, then you still can. I didn't take <laughs> away any of your powers. I just accidentally turned you into a cat. And Kenna looks at him and says, I'm sure you can do it. Most people who are reincarnated can still do their thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And Lucan, like, does that, like, cat inch down and he jumps sort of off your chest and lands on the ground. And he's like, that was a high jump. Wow, that, kind of, that was kind of cool. Uh, and he, he sort of writes himself and his whiskers twitch and he's like, okay, how does this work? Uh, and he picks up a paw and he draws a circle in the air and what he would normally do with his fingers he starts doing with like an extended claw and draws the runes and puts them all in slowly like relearning how to write and then he pushes it with his paw pad and the spell uh, is ready but not activated yet he's like what am I doing? I'd like you to send a message to Senna and tell her that I need to talk with her. And that she can meet us um, here. Okay. Then he pushes it. And um, 
he sort of whispers the message quietly to himself, and he's like, "Hello, um, the I'm kid not a cat. would like kid would like <laughs> I'm not a cat. <laughs> kid would like to meet with you at Haven in the Monomarig, please. Thank you." Um, and he quietly listens. Ear flicks. And he looks up and he says, She says she's coming. Okay, you might want to get back up here. It's about to get really foggy. And he, he leaps back up and claws his way back into his spot. Oh. And it's kind of like, Oh, oh God. She's <laughs> like, Sorry, sorry. Um, and he settles back into his spot. And you watch as not too far from this tree. Um, there's another, there, there's sort of, um, almost, uh, these two trees are sort of slanted because the water, the ground is sort of soft here next to the water and they almost form like a triangular opening and Senna steps through out from behind one of the trees and it doesn't get that foggy, but okay. you do see like a trail follow her feet I, as she steps through. I immediately turn to Kenna and I'm like. behave just crosses her arms and senna takes a few steps but doesn't get too close and Mm -hmm. she stops and sort of folds her hands in front of her and says miss my camera and kenna kind of like disgusted smile says senna per my last email Um, uh, but Senna turns her attention to you as soon as she can and says yes Kit Senna I wanted to talk to you because I wanted to ask if you knew what you did to Marin have I done something? Um, when you were bringing her back to life, you said, I guess I can spare one of them. And Marin's eyes have been red since then. And she is now in possession of one of the staves. Yes. Okay. But the part of Algar Heidelin is gone. When you transferred it to her, it became her own soul weapon. Now her own soul resides within it. The staff has changed. And now my staff is won't work near hers because Algar is so upset that you took one of his away from him. Did you do that on purpose? No. Okay. And I kind of like look at Kenna. I'm like, alright, alright. Kenna's face is just 
consistently, I hate you and I don't trust you. Yeah, I figured. Um, so... I know we told you to come find Kenna to try to do some good in the world, and I know Kenna is being a giant bitch as usual. <laughs> nope. Save it. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Uh, so... Kenna doesn't say anything. Oh, okay, all right. I thought she like did a like a tongue click or something. She's like, <sighs> <laughs> uh, but um, I think you might have accidentally stumbled onto the good you can do for the world. But I don't know how. Where is she? Uh, she is up above. She's... She starts walking. Okay, we're following Sena. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, uh Lucan. <laughs> hey, Lucan? Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Can you send another message? Uh, I think so. Okay, cool. From there, please don't get up, uh, because we're walking. Uh, can you send okay. a message to Marin and say Sena's here <laughs> and we're on our way and please mentally prepare for this? Okay, okay, he draws the, the symbols, and you oh, see the and trail. everything's okay, and nothing's wrong, and nobody's gonna die. <laughs> okay. Um, and Marin, you hear in your... Don't freak out. Oh, that's a good um, way to start it. <laughs> there's... Nothing is wrong. Senna is here. Um, she wants to talk to you. Kit asked her to come. We're coming too. Just be prepared. I am like wide eyed and I look over at Silas and I'm like, Yeah, you're in the middle of like showing Silas like how to better, like sort of better use his sights. Um, and even like thinking to yourself, like, how could you improve them? Maybe ask Ansem for some pointers. And as your eyes go wide, as he's aiming, he stops and he's like, What? Uh, uh, Senna, Senna's here? Um, uh... And he pulls the gun back and starts reloading. Uh, okay, look, look, I, I think Kit brought her here, I'd... They, he talked about that, maybe, I just, it's fine, don't, don't do anything, just, it's fine. And he, he holsters it, fully loaded. Um, says, I won't do anything if she doesn't. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. Are you talking to to me? (laughs) No, God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but as you say, it'll be okay. It'll be fine. He's like, Are you talking to me or yourself? Yes. All right. And he, he reaches over and he takes both your hands. He says, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of straighten myself out a little bit and head high. All right. Um, maybe dismiss your... Oh, just, yeah. Just in case. And I'll dismiss it. Blue glitter. 
Yeah. I assume it's like a holster motion and you just let go and it disappears. Yeah, that um, works. Or yeah. whatever you want to do. I, I just yeah. have an idea in my head. Um, oh. But after a couple minutes, you as you're looking toward the Monomarig and the bridge, you see the Sentinel of Atlaren, who's just holding vigil there. Her Her expression changes suddenly. And she turns and looks behind her. And you see emerging from the Monomarig in a small roll of fog, Senna. <laughs> She's it so doesn't extra. last. She has it her doesn't, own special it's, effects. Yeah. It's not intentional, really. Um, but it doesn't last long. It just sort of follows the trail of her dress and then disappears. But as she emerges, the sentinel is kind of like wide-eyed and she steps back to the edge of the bridge as Senna walks on by, gives her a small nod, and makes her way toward Marin, followed by Kenna, Kit, and Lucan. I'm like, I try to just have stone face on. And uh, Senna, Senna approaches, and she she is larger than life. Well, I mean, it is life, but she's, she's like seven feet fucking tall. So she's larger than your average human-looking woman. Um, but as she steps up, she looks down at you, and you see this familiar sort of softer expression that you saw while you were previously talking to her about her choices versus, you know, Talon. Um, and as she stops, she once again folds her hands in front of her and says, I understand something happened, something unexpected. Is she English? No, I, I no, think I she, she had a American. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's American. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Losing my accents. She's originally Caribbean, but I couldn't keep up that accent. Yeah, no. yeah. that was when she was Senka, really. But whatever. I remember that. Yeah, such a pretty trinket. Yes, um, that whole speech. Uh, but yeah, she she looks down at you and she says. Could you tell me? I look over behind. And Kenna gives a small nod. Silas reaches over and takes your hand. He doesn't leave your side while she's facing you. I'm going to pull out Flameheart, my little thing. Okay. Um, as you summon it, Senna, you see the slightest reaction of her brows furrowing, as if she doesn't really recognize what you're showing her. Um, I kind of turn to Kenna real quick, and I'm like, oh, by the way, Marin <laughs> turned her staff into a gun. <laughs> Which is, like, really unorthodox, but okay. Yeah, they're not supposed to do that. Yeah, they change shape now, too. I'm going to experiment later. Uh, I show it to Senna and I go, this was the Fjordhide. Kitty food time. It sounds like Lucan's you're in a getting <laughs> Yep. We already have a little automatic feeder for Lucan. And yeah. he's like, ooh. <laughs> ooh kibble. <laughs> it's food time. Um, 
Yeah. This was the Fjordhide. It doesn't feel the same. It isn't. He's not there anymore. And she offers out a hand. Hmm. I... No. 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 I I don't want to take it. Just... I look back. She pulls her hand back. I look back behind at Kenna and Kit. And Kenna's like... (laughs) Doesn't know what's gonna happen. Um, so... (laughs) Uh... Uh, okay. You guys do know that she has the Earth and the Core Staff currently. Mm-hmm. I'm going... Okay, I'll hold it out to her and I'm like, the only reason I'm doing this is because I know that if I, that I can dispel it at any time and it'll come back to me. And she reaches out and takes it. Um, she's never really handled a gun, so she doesn't really know how to hold it correctly, but she figures it out. Um, and she, as she takes it, you feel this almost like a magnet being pulled off your hand as she takes it, almost like Flameheart doesn't want to be taken. Um, but it, it lets go, and she looks over it, is aware of that too, and as she's holding it, you can see her eyes sort of flare. This uh, brownish color flares and then like slivers of white. Um, and as she's turning it over and looking at it and trying to understand what this is. Um, Kit, you hear the voice and Senna reacts to it too and Kenna would as well but no one else hears it as you just hear give it back oh boy and Kenna like reacts she doesn't have a staff with her mm-hmm. but she's like so ingrained with the Vox Tide that it still sort of sticks with her and Senna pulls back in like she actually drops a flame heart and it disappears into glitter on its own. And you see this reaction like someone who's afraid to be struck. Like you've never seen Senna look scared. So that keeps happening to me every single time I get near her. And she sort of puts her hands over her heart. Just not as like she's in pain, but like a nervous tick. And she's like, It's been a very long time since I've heard that voice. Who was that? That's Algar Heidelin. I've heard that voice in a couple of different staffs. I don't remember when I last heard that. And um, Kenna steps up and she says, Probably a good 1200 years ago. And Senna turns and looks at her and kind of steps up and says, How much do you remember of being Sanka? And Senna shakes her head and says, 
flashes, uh, mostly motions, not really many events. I remember fighting you, but I, I, I don't know. And Kenna looks over the group and says, Well, let me fill you in, in case you don't already know. You used to be a walker. You were Olgar's walker. He found you wandering around as a ghost, and he decided to make you his while he was still creating these staves. Eventually, you destroyed him, and the staves scattered, but... You lost a lot of your memories then, too, and you started hunting them, and you didn't know why, I think. And eventually that led to the Calamity. Because you, me, the Heidelin' Cult, and a bunch of fucking idiots started collecting them at Greenhall. And then you showed up and tried to take them all, but because they weren't all there, they wouldn't combine, and they blew up the center of Harris. And I apparently stole something from you accidentally that turned me into this that's the short of it and uh, she looks uh, Kenna looks to Marin says he is I mean obviously he's going to be pissed I we took away a ninth of his soul, it sounds like. It's just gone. It didn't go to the core staff, and she motions to Senna like it's supposed to. And I don't know what he can do about it. I don't know if he can do anything about it, but I know the Heidelin cult listens to him, and they can do something. When... Marin, when you gave the staff to Marin, we all felt it. Everybody who had a staff felt the ninth of his soul die. That means that anybody who had one felt it as well. The cult already knows. I, I, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't mean to, I... And she, you see her, this sort of, like, godly mask that she always has up. This sort of mysterious, the gray lady persona is starting to drop away as she's growing nervous. It's like watching someone, like, an abused person as you mentioned the name of their abuser, basically. And she's like, I, I, I didn't, I'm sorry. I, I... Senna, don't be... Don't be sorry. You did something incredible. I don't know what I did. That's that's okay. I the reason I called you here is because I want to try to figure it out. Because this this may be the way to get rid of him for good if we can figure out how you did it. And at this point she's sort of hugging herself and just even though she towers over you guys, she seems so small in this moment. And the, she sort of almost becomes human in this moment. She's like, I don't want 
anything to do with him. I just, I just wanted to go home. I, I know. And I, I think this might be a way to get him out of your head permanently. And but he was never there before. Not in the last two hundred years, at least. This, but you have the saves. He's he's there. And Kenna nods and says, "You have the core staff. Several pieces of him are yeah. there. You have four pieces of him now." It's. What, what do I do? I'm going to walk up to her and I'm going to take one of her hands. Okay. You you take it and she is a little cold but not too much. Um and she she has a certain even though you don't know each other well, she does have a certain connection to you that she lets you take her hand and she uh it gives it just a small squeeze like looking looking at you listening I know it's frightening but you have a power that he doesn't you can end him how how did I I don't know how it happened I don't know but Whatever it is, he won't be able to hurt you anymore if you figure it out. But And she looks at Kenna and says, What will happen if I give them all away? And Kenna kind of stops and thinks about it for a moment. Says, Well, you didn't always have them I assume you'll be a ghost again I guess Can you I... won't be Sanka Kenna <laughs> when so I'm trying to get my thoughts around this so Senna was a ghost before um, before Olgar turned her into a a walker. And yes, then so uh, she here, became Sanka. Yes, here, here's the rough events. So Senna and Talon had three kids. Youngest kid killed his two older siblings. Killed Senna. Talon killed him. Okay. Senna, uh, her soul was never sent to the astral sea like it was supposed to be, like Dolthar's soul was when he was killed. Um, basically, they're supposed to be sent there to slowly, over centuries, millennia, reform. Mm -hmm. um, because at the time, they were in the middle of the uh, dissolution, and her soul sort of got lost, and it got sealed on the mortal side of the Demi-Weir on accident. Okay. Um, so, being that gods can't die she was a ghost essentially like slightly more powerful than a mortal ghost essentially um olgar heidelin came along about 1200 years ago the start of the fourth era uh prior to the calamity 
And after he became a lich, thanks to the efforts of... I believe I originally wrote it as Vecna, but I changed it to Ilarka. Um, thanks to the efforts of Ilarka, um, he eventually started, started doing his own thing and started what became walkers. His very first walkers were all just kind of undead things, more like necromancy. And then his first real success was Senna because she was powerful enough to resist the more destructive portions of his spell work back then. Mm. Um, and so he gave her a new body and she lost her former self and became Sanka. Um, the, the goddess of rot, even though she was really only a demigod in that form. Um, she and he fucked around for a long time and, you know, messed a bunch of shit up until eventually she killed him. And he had already split his soul into the staves by then, so he died, his soul split. Uh, she then went on to sort of wander aimlessly for a very long time. I'm getting into common lore here. Mm -hmm. The people know this story. Um, until eventually she came across one of the staves. And it brought back just enough memory to tell her that she belonged somewhere. And so she was trying to get more staves to restore her memory, realizing it was missing. Um, she managed to get a hold of, I think, only two by the time of the Calamity, uh, whereas the rest had been uh, gathered by my first campaign and Kenna and the cult. And they all converged on Green Hall together after Kenna and Senka fighting off and on for a while. Uh, Kenna was like 40 back then. Mm -hmm. uh, but they all converged and not all the staves were there, so they didn't combine. It exploded. Calamity happened. Uh, but the Calamity and Kenna broke Senka again. Um, so she's like an eighth of her former self now. Uh, but what it also broke was Ulgar's hold on her. So some of her memories started to come back, just bits and pieces, enough to tell her more than what the staves had. Basically, that her husband was tall and she belonged somewhere. She had had children. She had siblings. That she was Senna. And so after the Calamity, she took back her old name, and she's been seeking the staves ever since to go home. Okay. Okay. Kenna. Yes. Do we need the staves to open the divine gate? Uh, well, it's never been done before, but it is theorized that if all nine were gathered and combined again, uh, Algar Heidelin might be instantly resurrected if that happened. Okay. Uh, but it would become one of the most powerful artifacts that mortals have ever seen. And it might be able... We can leave the Divine Gate as... or Well, you guys can. I can't anymore. You guys can get through because you're not powerful enough to set it off. It's, it's like a mesh. Things that are too big cannot pass through. Okay. But with an artifact like that, you may be able to widen the gaps for someone to get through. I don't think you could dispel it 
as that took the entire Balin pantheon to do, but I think you could punch a hole in it, at least briefly. Why would we want to do that? Yeah, that's my question, too. I was wondering if if we were able to get them all, should we try to send Senna home? Uh, and Kenna glances at her, and Senna looks at Marin because this was the very subject of your talk, and almost at the same time, Kenna and Senna both say, no. My my thought wasn't to use the Heidelin staves. My thought was to, if we can figure out how to rip his soul out of them, that instead of combining them all, we could just have people try to send you back. Um... I don't... I don't think... I don't think that would be good. Okay. I'm... Um... mm? That's... that's fine. I'm open to that. I just... it was just... I'm spitballing here, so... I think that... that leaves... that leaves too much margin for error. And Kenna nods and says, what about the long term of this? If nine people need to hold on to the pieces of these staves, because the ones that have been destroyed are still there, they're attached to the core staff, who's to say they can't fall into the wrong hands? That's true. My other question is, where is this going to go once Marin's life is over? Because if it holds a piece of her soul... What what happens? Are there other weapons in the world that are soulbound like that? There there are. Um a lot of them are also sentient, as it seems this one may become. And Definitely typically is. typically if the wielder dies, it looks for a new wielder actively. Okay. And who knows what kind of personalities are going to develop if this happens, and who knows what kind of people they're going to look for. I mean, I guess we should make sure that whoever gets it first is, if we can, whoever gets it first is a halfway decent person. Yeah, that could help, but also, also goodness can go awry. What? So, this is also all theoretical, but if the core staff were to maintain its power and and be removed from Algar, it may be possible to recombine all the pieces. I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying that if the core has that ability, instead of would it be possible to recombine all the pieces and destroy it somehow? What? Okay, why don't we do one step at a time here, Kit? I think you're getting a little ahead of yeah. what we can even do. I think we should figure out how Senna did this to me in the first place and see if she can replicate it. That, um, I have another question about that, too. <laughs> if 
If she has the core and the pieces that are destroyed go back to the core, does that mean that she's actually carrying around four staves right now that she can give away and not just two? And uh, Kenna says, I don't, I don't know, because, I mean, if evidence can be followed, your eyes change color when you have a staff. She's only got brown and white, the core and the Navuna. Unless the other staves are combined into the core and don't change its color. All I know for sure is that the people that destroyed the Merid Hide and the Saffin Hide, they both battled with the pieces of Algar's soul and they killed his avatar. Whether that means they broke the piece of his soul, I have no fucking clue. Okay. But what I do know about the core staff is that all the other staves want to combine with it. And there is evidence to support that if they're broken, their power goes back to the core because that's, that's kind of what Ulgar intended when he split his soul was for eventually them to be recombined. They are attracted to each other magnetically. So if they're not going back to the core, maybe they're gone for good, but I highly doubt it. And she looks at Senna and says, I never got the chance to ask you actually, what happened when the Sefenhide was destroyed? Um, and Senna nods and says, I definitely felt something, which is American, fuck. Um, I definitely felt something change, but I, I don't know if I'm stronger. I, the core staff doesn't work like the other ones. It doesn't bestow power. It's an amplifier. I... I had the Fjordhide when the Safenhide was destroyed. And... What I felt was... A change in some piece there some some part of these powerful artifacts and i can't say if it got stronger or weaker but there was some change to my abilities with fire which leads me to believe the Sefenhide did come back and she then looks at marin and she says when i gave you the fjordhide i never intended for it to come back that that wasn't what I was thinking. I believe you. That might be the answer. What? You gave it away with no intention of it ever coming back. Intention isn't that powerful. Yeah, but you're also a god, so... I'm an eighth of god. Still. If not less. Why don't we... Hate to suggest it because I don't know who we would do it on, but why don't we replicate it? We find someone who's died, 
And we try and bring them back. Same way you did with me. I, I, I don't... And, um... Silas speaks up and says, Can I offer myself? What? I look at him and I'm like, No, what are you talking about? I mean... I don't... I trust Kit, but... I don't... I wouldn't wish this on anyone else. I... I would offer myself up too. I'm okay with trying this. No, we... We need to find someone... Someone else. There's gotta be somebody else. Who do we know that's dead that has a body? That we can trust. This is all an experiment. Yeah, but Senna can bring us back to life. I'll be back to life. And Kenna raises a hand and says, if it doesn't work immediately, I've got a quick revivify ready. There we go. Uh, God. uh, Okay. I'll do it. Kit, you already have a staff. I know. I'm going to give it. I'm going to let um, someone else keep it because it's we need to we have to test this if it doesn't work I'll take the staff back if it does then I'll find we'll take it to Greens March or we'll leave it here okay alright I'm not gonna die like for more than a couple of minutes it's fine Okay. We'll just we'll just try it out on you then first. Yeah. Um and Senna quietly says maybe for experiment's sake I can try to give one of the destroyed staves. Sure. And see if maybe that'll work. Yeah. Would you prefer to have the Sefenheim, the water staff for your connection to Taldunost, or the Maridhide, the death staff? I think we'll go with water. Okay. Yeah, um, especially since if you give me the Maridhide and I get anywhere near Kenna, I may blow this place sky high. Yes, and the Sefenhide, if this works, will be the twin and friendly to Flameheart. Okay. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, but let's try it, and I will. Unless you want the Ordenhide, I I I think it's something that you need to dissolve within your person for a while. Actually, maybe Um, you might. We might have to give you one back so that you can sit with it for a while. I'm not sure. That's also part of the experiment. Uh, I mean, I have the Novimar. All right, will, all right. Somebody, somebody, take the Ordenhide from Kit. I I will cast guidance on myself, and mm-hmm. then I will take it off. Make a wisdom save. Okay, with the D four. If if worst comes oh, worst, and I, can I just also touch you. um before that happens, I will also bonus action shift. So that I have here. Why don't no, instead of so that I have Marin walks, Marin walks oh. over. Oh, 
to Kit and touches him. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, here, as, I'll like hold the ball out so you can touch it. Yeah, I'll touch it. <laughs> as you go up to touch it, this little sort of static shock hits you. But as you touch it, you just hear this... Oh, like behind the the Ordenhide, and it shuts down. Man, and, he is getting so fucking pissed at this. Yeah. Do you really? <laughs> you think? Um, and Silas steps up with uh, gloves on, okay, full okay. fingered gloves. Yeah, and takes it. Don't touch it. Um, I'm gonna take Lucan, and I'm gonna pick him up gently and like flop him over Silas's. Uh, shoulders like a like, scarf. Yeah, yeah. just Lucan, hang out over there, buddy. Lucan digs his shoulders, and he's like, "Are you? Sh- are you sure?" I mean, I'll be alive one way or another. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Oh. I've always wondered what it looked like on the other side. For briefly, I don't want to commit. I just it's want a it's not great. Well, um, who knows? Maybe Elusir afterlife is better. There is one. Plus, I'm also, like, super high Elder Saiyan Druid, so <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah. You'll be, um, I kind of, like, pat him on the shoulder a little bit. I'm like, yeah, you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, um, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. I'm so candid about this. It's cool. Yeah. Super, super mm-hmm. cool. All right, Senna. Kill me. And she she's standing in front of you, sort you of. You have the death staff. Hands. Can't you can just like flick me or something? I'd be dead. It, I don't know how to use the those ones. Oh, that's right. Okay, uh, uh, as little pain as possible, please. Uh, yeah. Um, and she sort of swallows hard. She's wringing her hands. She looks far more nervous to do this than I will, with Marin. I will reach forward and I will tap her and I'll cast Guidance. And I'll be like, don't worry, you got this. Yeah, a D4 for a god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you know, out of the D1000 that she has to yeah. roll. No, it's okay. Um, it'll, give you, it'll give you a little boost. It's just a little... It's fine. Yeah. She... Do you want some drugs? I have drugs. Will that help you calm down? <laughs> They don't do anything to me. Oh, okay. Uh, and she, like, reaches up and pulls back a little bit and then reaches out again. And she she takes you by the shoulder and she loops an arm underneath yours. So she's, like, holding you by the lower back. And as she does this, you meet her gaze for one last time. And you feel just everything start to drain out of you as you're sort of trapped in her gaze. She's literally absorbing from you. I am trying not to panic. It doesn't hurt, but it's like something is horribly fucking wrong. Um, And the rest of you watch as Kit's knees buckle and Senna's still holding him. And he's just trapped in her gaze, eyes wide as he just sort of starts to crumble and Lucan starts like hyperventilating. I have flame heart like I have flame heart like in my hand ready to go if something happens. Kenna has a diamond in her hand ready and as Senna very carefully lowers Kit into the grass Kit's eyes finally lose their golden glow and close. And there is no breath. You are dead. No death saves.
And Senna sits down on her knees and places her hands on Kit's chest and moves one up to his forehead. And you can see her trying to concentrate as Kenna's nervously, like, turning the diamond in her fingers. Because Revivify only works for a minute. Mm-hmm. And as oh, Senna... Oh, I could have given him the gentle repose scroll so they could have done that and had more... T- that's fine. <laughs> I mean, if she needs to, she can dig it out of your it's pocket. It's on you, yeah. Um, yeah. But as Senna is sitting there, she closes her eyes. And you can see she's kind of shaking and nervous. And um, she starts muttering this uh, quiet incantation to herself. Like, she didn't have to before with Marin because she wasn't nervous. But now she's, like, doing everything she can to stay focused and not fuck this up. Um, and as she's doing this, Marin, you notice out of the corner of your eye, the Orden hide suddenly pulses. And you see on Kit's fingers where the blackness was starting to spread from having the Ordenhide for so long, that lights up. And as Senna is focusing, she doesn't see this with her eyes closed. She sort of gently presses down on Kit's chest. And you watch as a uh, bluish translucent energy starts spiraling down her arm almost in like little tendrils of water. And as they reach the ends of her fingers and start to spread out across his chest, his chest lights up bright gold, blocking the blue energy. And as she opens her eyes and sees this, she's like, uh, I'm going to walk over to the Orden Hyde again and touch it. Um, you feel a painful jolt in return. Like, just before your fingers touch it, um, Kenna reacts like she also feels it, and Senna sort of winces. You don't hear anything uh, because you haven't connected deeply with the Ordenhide, but it just pulses and shocks you, like, hard. Like, you take five lightning damage. Yeah, shit. Um, And as... Senna's starting to kind of panic, and she's trying to get around the shield, but everywhere her hands move, the shield is just blocking her. And she's, like, trying to dig her nails into it, and nothing is working. Kenna? Kenna? Now? Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she comes up, and she pushes Senna out of the way, and she literally crushes this diamond in her hand as she begins the incantation, and she scatters the dust across Kit's chest, um, the, uh, golden shield is still there, but Kenna sort of just muscles her way through it and, uh, actually ends up sort of digging her nails into Kit's chest, just forcing this diamond dust against his skin. And, uh, what does remove if I require? Oh, just yeah, I forgot checking. about that. Um... I know last time we did it differently, but, like, the actual spell just works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just double-checking. I remember um, you said that you wanted us to roll for them. 
Yeah, too. I'm starting to... I'm still playing with my idea for the higher level revival spells, but Revivify doesn't require anything. Okay. Um, except for that diamond. Um, and as kind of finishes the incantation and pushes it through, she is more powerful than Senna, technically, because she is a fully-fledged god. Um, she manages to actually break through the shield, and she almost ends up breaking one of Kit's ribs in the in the attempt. And Kit, all of a sudden, you jolt back, taking in a breath, and all you can feel is one little bit of pain, a little bit of blood from Kenna, like, actually having to dig into you. Um, but also, you feel like you're on fire. On fire? Yeah, you feel hot like you've been tossed into a furnace. And it is, like, painful. Sai, give it back to him. Yeah, uh, I need something. Anything. Um, Water. And, uh, something. Throw me in the lake. Silas, uh, give the give the stat back to him. And Silas steps up and holds it out, and it literally shunts itself away from Kit. Like, Silas tries to put it down next to him, and it throws his arm. And oh. actually ends up going rolling across the grass, and kind of puts a boot on it. Um... And Senna comes over and immediately puts her hands on you uh, now that the shield is no longer there and casts a healing spell. And finally, the burning starts to fade, but it sort of settles low into your chest like there's a coal right there. It's not unbearable, but okay. fuck is it uncomfortable. That's... I take it it didn't work. I don't think it would be this painful. No, no, it no, it didn't. Are you okay? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll live. Um, and she casts another healing healing spell. It doesn't get rid of this coal in your chest, but there's something. It, yeah, it burns. Um, give give yourself back like let's just say thirty hit points. You're at okay. thirty one right now. Okay. I I think it's because you're so attuned. To the Ordenhide. I think Kenna nods. Okay. Says, yeah, I think that's the case. Can I it, can I go over and try to take it back again? Uh kinda holding it under her boot, you step up and as you reach down, it just slips out from under her boot and sort of almost like at the opposite magnet tried to come up to it and it just rolls away from you. I don't know. Okay. Um any of you have a greater restoration that might get rid of this? Kenna, have you ever gotten rid of that mark at all? Her her arm? Yeah. Nope. Mine changed. Changed? Yeah, it was a when I had the Gaitha hide, it was a different shape, but when I took the Orden hide, it changed. Yeah, that that happens. Okay. Um more so when you haven't had a lot of contact with them. But if you have a lot of contact like me, they stick and they don't change. What happens when they don't want anything to do with you anymore? I don't... I've never seen this. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to let you keep that one. Um, 
That might be smart. Yeah, I don't think I can come near it again. Well, that was a fun I, toy for a little while. I think he's mad at you. <laughs> I mean, I tried to dominate him in the Gaitha hide, and now I've kind of tried to delete him from this one. So, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean... So... I don't know. Uh, my so maybe... Kind of leans down and picks up the Orden hide with a gloved hand, just in case. Um, the the Sun Staff and the Vox Tide, they're friendly-ish to each other, so she's not that worried about it, but she doesn't have the Vox Tide on her currently. Um, but she puts that into her bag for safekeeping. So, if someone is attuned to or familiar with a staff, it's probably not going to work. I don't know. Does that mean... Silas might work. We're not doing. No, we're not. I have more Silas. diamonds for Kenna if you need them. And Silas shrugs and says, "I'm. I mean, clearly we can do something about it if it doesn't no. work. No. How it was touch and go with him. It was fine. It was. Fine. I didn't it even feel it." Yeah, well, I saw Kenna struggling with it, okay? I... That's too oh, close yeah. for comfort. And Silas looks at Senna and says, But you managed to pull out the Sephenhide. It... You can do it. And Senna nods. Silas has I, never touched the staves, has he? I... Not that I know of. I, I like look him right in the eye, and I'm like, I know that you want to feel useful. I get it, but this is too risky. I'm. Kit barely made it. I want to help. You can help in another way. I. I. I don't want to. I don't want to do things that will make you afraid or uncomfortable, but <laughs> this is so much bigger than us. And, I mean, it, it could be helpful if it works like yours did. be useful. I look over at Senna and then back to Silas. And I'll take his hands and I'll just say if that's the choice you want to make. 
Yes. Okay. Okay. And um, he uh, takes Lucan off his shoulders and I'll take the sets back. him. Yeah, gives him to you. And <laughs> Lucan is just fucking. Yeah. Lucan is just fucking terrified at this point. He hasn't spoken in minutes. And Silas looks at Senna, and he sort of sits down on the ground. Uh, I walk over to Kenna, and I'm like, what kind of diamond do you need? Uh, 300 gold. Oh, got it. Here you go. Here's a 300 gold diamond. I look Thanks. at Kenna, and I'm like, if anything looks bad. Anything. Yeah. I, listen, I'm not going to let you lose anyone today if I can help it. You've already lost enough. And, um, as Silas is sitting down on the ground, uh, Kenna, or Senna, eh, they rhyme, uh, kneels before him. Before Han, I'm going to, like, get down next to him and just be like... Yeah, Senna keeps a respectable distance. If anything goes wrong, I love you. I love you too. I'll be back in a moment. You better or I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> you won't have to. And he he reaches out and he takes you by the face and he's like I This could be good. I can do something good with this if it works. Do you trust me? At I least just, to do this and not fuck up? You're not gonna fuck up. You... I trust you. Okay. And he leans in and kisses you. And he sort of lets you back up a bit. And he looks at Senna. Takes a deep breath and says, Alright. Let's try. Um, let's go with my usual aesthetic and try the other one, shall we? <laughs> and uh, Senna says, uh, I'll try. Uh, and she oh kneels down next to him. And uh, he sort of gives Marin a smile. He says, one step closer to being a vampire. As Senna puts a hand on his chest and one on his back. And she slowly lowers him back. And you see his eyes start to close. Um, as just what little color is left drains out of him. And yeah. as she very carefully, hand behind his head, sets him down, and he's just sort of still, um, she puts a hand on his chest and one on his forehead like she did with Kit. And you see her take a deep breath as Silas is just completely still and... She closes her eyes and focuses. And you watch uh, down her dominant arm, these spirals of black tendrils start to drift down, uh, more smoky than watery. And as they reach the tips of her fingers, nothing shows up in her way. As she sort of pushes down on Silas's chest, 
you see the tendrils start to go through his clothing and absorb into his skin. And you see on his uh, right hand, he's taken off his gloves, and you see the the uh, tattoo in his hand. Um, and you watch as the blackness starts to crawl up his fingers ever so slightly. And as it hits the tattoo, you watch on both of his hands as both of these tattoos just evaporate. Because they're not made of ink. They were marks left by Dolthair. As they just evaporate off of him. And slowly the blackness retreats again as Senna is just trying to concentrate. But you can see her hyperventilating and panicking. Um trying to make sure that this goes right and Kenna steps in and puts a hand on her shoulder ready in these last 10 seconds with the diamond and Senna says no it's working and as the 10 seconds go by and the window for revivify ends Kenna starts getting really nervous and Kit and Marin, and Kenna, and Senna, you each feel a sudden pulse in your chest that feels like something just broke. And Silas suddenly wakes up, and you see his pupils, which were uh, formerly blue, have turned this sort of lovely steel gray, dappled with bits of blue. And he's just laying there, breathing, suddenly very heavily, staring up at the sky like he can't focus. And Senna's staring down at him, just as wide-eyed. As you watch, the color in her eyes doesn't change, but it, it lightens ever so slightly. And she reaches down very slowly, putting a hand under his head and another sort of pulling him up uh, by one arm. And she sits him up. And he's still not focused. He's just breathing heavily. Like, he's not quite there yet. I'm I'm already, like, down at his side. Like, checking him over, making sure he's, like, in one piece. Yeah. Um, unlike the... The only thing you really see different at first is the steel gray color of his eyes that... Almost, uh, it almost has like this smoky texture to the color, um, along with the dappled blue that you can see slowly orbiting, um, much like yours. And then as you're looking at him, you realize he's changing ever so slightly, ever so slowly, as he doesn't look so gaunt. Mm -mm. Or sick. And you see something a bit more unexpected. This sort of trail of following the path of his veins. This path of black travel up the side of his face. Until it slowly fades away. And it happens over here too. Like it's spreading. And everywhere this black vein spider web pattern appears he seems to fill out until he's still thin still tall 
but he suddenly has more, for lack of a better word, constitution. He looks healthy. He has a little bit of color. He almost gets a little bit of, not like enough to make him muscly, but a little bit of muscle mass back. And his clothes still fit, but they're a little tight. And he finally catches his breath. And he, first thing he looks down at, he sees you out of the corner of his eye, but the first thing he looks down at are his hands, where both of his markings are gone. And he looks at you. You okay? Are you... You good? I... I don't... I don't know. And he looks at Senna, who, by comparison, has, like, almost passed out, but she caught herself, and Ken is holding on to her. And she looks at him... And you realize she shrunk ever so slightly. And she smiles and just collapses next to him, just drained of energy. And Silas turns and he like reaches out for her and puts a hand on her arm. Um, but she she's just kind of, she's done for a second. Uh, Kenna checks her over and is like, she's okay. Uh... Holy shit. Um, Kenna, what's the what's the movement to summon the death staff? I never came in contact with that one. It was destroyed before I ever saw it. Okay. It may take a moment. Marin had hers for a while before she summoned it, so but it looks yeah. like from all the weirdness we just watched, it looks like you've got it. And Silas is just kind of staring down at the ground. Like, his mind can't catch up. Uh... I don't feel amazing. Uh... Okay, uh, it's, it's okay. I felt terrible afterwards, too. Um, and he just passes out. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Uh, well, he's fine. Um, and you hear Lucan just go... <sighs> <laughs> Tiny little cat sigh. Yeah, like shaky, like can't quite breathe. I just, just... I just pat him. I'm like, you're fine. You're fine, buddy. It's okay. Really scary. It's. I mean, you could be next. No, 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 no. Can't Have a tiny up, little cat with a fucking staff, just like. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. I'm. I'm like. Exciting. I'm making sure Silas isn't dead. But yeah, he's he's alive. He's actually a lot healthier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I look to Kenna and like Kenna. Do you have greater restoration? Uh, not at the moment. Okay. Uh, can I my... No, you can keep the diamond. Um, I will okay. hit myself with a greater restoration tomorrow to see if I can get rid of this this terrible, like, acid refluxy feeling. Uh, uh, can someone help me get him somewhere? I guess we're not going to Constantinus today. And then you hear, uh, coming from the Monomarig, 
What happened as you see Justine oh, come running? It's oh, fine. He's fine. He's I forgot okay. about her. It's okay. Oh, and she comes like racing over. She's like, what did you do, Silas? And she yeah, like kneels down next to him. He's, he's fine. fine. He's fine. He doesn't look. And she stops. What? Why did? What Kit, did you do? It's, uh, it was you. It was you uh, and it was you and his idea. So you get to explain to her. I'll explain it. So what we did is <laughs> we um fixed him. <laughs> uh, you know he was looking really sickly and weird and vampirish so we we fixed him we just we gave him some vitamins no no we We didn't do that we gave him some vitamins we made sure he got some good food we killed him for 10 seconds and then we brought him back to life uh and she grabs you by the front of your of your shirt she says what it wasn't me a god did it and she turns and looks and sees sound she's like who the fuck is that one of the gods do you know who Senna is? Vaguely? That's yeah. that's her. Uh, Kenna is also a god. You've met her. Yeah, everyone knows that. Have you but, met the goose god? Shut up! Okay. And she kneels back down next to Silas as she just like very carefully like picks him up to like lean against her. And he sort of slowly comes back and uh He's sort of blinks ever hey. so slightly. Hey, hey, hey. You okay? You're alright. Alright. No, uh, don't apologize, it's fine. And he like looks at you and is like, wait, who's holding me? And he looks at Justine and she's like looking down at him wide eyed. She's like When did you get muscle? I told you About it's all ten those seconds vitamins. ago. All those You're vitamins. supposed to be thin and gangly and weird. Now you sin and weird. <laughs> um Oh, uh, he might also have powers over death, but you know, that's fine. We'll work about that later. Uh <laughs> I will explain. Let's just get him back somewhere where he can Yeah. And she scoops him up and she's like, Jesus Christ. And she starts walking. Um, and Kenna does the same for Senna. She doesn't seem to be waking up just yet. Um, and Kenna's like, this is weird. And just carries her away. Carries her mortal enemy away. <laughs> and uh, Ansem comes out of the oh, God. well and he says, oh, hey, uh, Alan Estelle's what? We're not going to Constanos today. We're not going to Constanos today. Kit will explain uh, everything. Yeah, I'm come walking here, Ansem. I'll with... explain it. You... Listen, I I need to go. But okay. We'll... Yep. I'll... You go. We will catch up. I will see what? you tomorrowish. Sure. And he turns and goes back. Check on my brother. Sure. Whatever. Uh, is Marin still there? Yep, two of you. Oh, hey, so that went better than expected. Um, I am a little weirded out that he chose the death staff just before we did that, but 
It does fit. It does fit his aesthetic. It's the aesthetic, yeah. I was thinking it was going to be like if he had the water staff, like you guys could be complimentary forever. Like, oh, also fire and death. Yeah, and now it's like, uh, it's like just like hell. Kit, if you keep talking, I'm going to slap you. (laughs) Wouldn't be the first time, but okay. Yeah. So. I'm gonna walk away. Okay. <laughs> and go um, Kenna puts Silas back into your room, and she finds a spot for Senna as well. Um, Ansem bamps with uh, Ellen Estelle, the cranky old white dragonborn, who's just like kids, and yeah. <laughs> just takes off. Um, uh, Lucan is actually gonna hop along with Ansem. Just oh, okay, yeah, okay, bye, kitty. Yeah, he's he's a little shaken. He needs some time away. Uh, so yeah, that'll that'll leave you guys and Justine. Um, Justine paces for a while uh, before she settles down, mostly thanks to beer uh, provided by Kenna. Um, and yeah, eventually Silas sort of comes back to himself a little bit, and he gets up and starts moving around and sort of starts thinking about the gravity of the whole situation. Um, and almost immediately with Marin, his questions start where he's like, how did you, how did you summon it? How, uh, we don't have to do this right now. But it- I, I, I'm, my mind is racing. I, I know. It's all I, I want to think about. Sigh. It took me like three days to recover from this. I, I mean, it's not going to hurt me, is it? I don't think so, but. And you can see him sort of. You see what he's doing. He's sort of trying to remember um, different runes with his hands, um, and like trying to figure out like how can he get this staff and thinking of like how Kit does it where he sort of like copies the motion he's like what did you do uh, am like, I there this is in their room oh, so okay. if you probably wanna not. be probably no. okay. here I will show him the original motion that I did I did I did this whole thing okay so it's usually just a hand I, motion I don't know yeah I don't know if that's going to work for you or not it, I also mm. like kind of came up with my own thing afterwards well, uh, and he sits down on the bed. I really don't want you to do this right now. I don't want you to like. It's 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 uh, fine. He starts like messing with different sort of like motions with his hands, one-handed, opposite hand, both hands. You know, what? I'm just gonna let him do a check. Okay, this is the check. I mean, he's a pretty intelligent guy, and that was a natural 19. Um, So you see him just, like, messing with different motions and trying anything he can think of. And there's a point where he has his fingers together like this, and he moves them outward. And suddenly, this force pushes against him. He's like, Jesus! And a long black staff appears out of nowhere. And, like, almost, like, punches him in the chest from just the sheer speed of the appearance. 
Um, you see it's made of this slowly twisting braided black wood. Um, solid ebony uh, dark wood. Not ebony wood, but ebony black wood. Um, and it ends in this smoky quartz, sort of crooked, yes. spear-shaped crystal. And as he's holding it out in front of him, got like one hand over like this uh, chest where it hit him, he's like, Oh, that's how you do it. Apparently. Oh god, what do I do? Uh, now you get to name it. I yeah. Death I heart. chose an I chose a name for mine, so I guess it's time for you. Uh, I'm so bad at names. <laughs> I'm not there, but I have so many suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's just staring down at this staff. It's yours. Um, you get to do with it what you can and what you will. They all do different things, don't they? Yeah, this one's death. I mean, I know I chose it for the aesthetic, but why did I do that? I don't know. To be fair, that I was going to say it, you were acting kind of stupid, and I I think you're an idiot. But... I mean, we already know this, darling. <sighs> I know. And he sort of, he brings it back uh, and sort of slides a hand uh, down, the, down the staff, and it shoots back into, almost like it goes into his arm and disappears in this slow, like, wisp of gray-white smoke. And he's like... <laughs> it... I forgot what magic felt like for a moment. Is that a good or a bad thing? I hope it's a good thing. I... I wasn't looking for something to replace him, but... Really? You weren't? No. I didn't want to disappoint you. I know. I just... I mean, I was looking for tools, like enchanted items or something like that, but... I, I guess I didn't... I was um, so desperate to be useful, I didn't think about yeah. what this would allow me to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's done now. And that's... I, j I just don't... I... Uh... What? I don't want Bull to happen again. And any tool at my disposal that I can use to keep that from happening again is... It's necessary, but I also don't want to disappoint you, and it's going to be a very hard balance to keep. I know. But 
I, um... I've always sort of been aligned with dark things and... I mean, Dolthair's entire thing is the darkness between the stars. All that nonsense. But this is different from him. This is... This is mine. He doesn't get to have any part of this. No one does. I'm gonna hold on to his hands and I'm gonna hold back tears. Oh. Um be like, yeah, it's yours. As you as you take his hand, you realize that there's a little black triangle right at the bottom of his hand where the staff disappeared to. And he notices it too, and he's like This feels a lot better. Good. I I don't know what I'll be able to do with it, but I mean anything that helps. Figure it out. I'm yeah. figuring out mine still too. It's it's a process. Thank you. For what? For trusting me to make that sort of choice. I barely trusted myself with it. I almost didn't let you do it, but... I think I would have kicked myself for making that choice for you. But you know, it. There was also a part of me that wanted to do it so that if, you know, you run into anything, I'll have an idea of how to help you. What do you mean? I mean, we don't know what these things are going to do. We don't know how they might change. So if something happens with yours, maybe I'll have enough knowledge on my end to help, or help you figure it out, at least. Shared experience and all that. Yeah, I'm... I guess I didn't want you to do this alone. <laughs> That's very sweet. It's mostly selfish. <laughs> well, it's kind of like us in general, we're partners. Yeah. So, we do it together. And I mean, fire and death, they go hand in hand. We're going to scare the shit out of people. Yes, especially my mother. <laughs> I think we scared Justine first, though. Yeah, that was unintentional. I really should have thought of telling her before we Probably. did that. It was, it was spur of the moment. 
She probably would have thought it was pretty cool, but she would have teased me about it. Probably. She probably still will. Yeah. But two of seven. Uh, two of nine. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. We've just single-handedly reduced a demigod. I mean, if that's really how these things are working... I just wanted to... kill some cultists. Yeah, I, st I mean, we still want to do that. I mean, yeah, I just never... I never thought... And, and it, you see him stop for a second and think... Meritide's staff had power over death. What? What are you... What, what, what are you thinking here? I wondered what its power was exactly. I don't know. That... I remember hearing stories that... The Maritide was the staff that Sanka sought most. She was the goddess of rot, and she she destroyed things in in droves and created undead. She wanted the Maritide because it could enhance that power. I wonder what it can do outside of Olga's influence. If oh my god. Maybe it can fight against things like that. Oh. Or maybe I've suddenly become a necromancer. I mean, I guess we can try that out. This was the first staff to be destroyed. So it's been out of commission for a long, long time. Over, I mean, over 200 years. Oh my god. Do what? you think... Do you think you... No. No. What? What if you could bring people back from the dead? I mean, to bring them... I don't... No, I mean, technically, revival is necromancy. And he looks at you with his eyes wide. He's like, could I bring back Sylphie? I don't know. I... And he just, like, jumps off no. the bed. No, what are you doing? No. It's like, I'm talking to Kenna. I'm talking no, to Kenna. No, I'm running after him. I'm like, hold and on, he, hold on. He, like, runs I, to Kenna's office. I imagine I'm still with Kenna because we have shit to talk about. Okay, so let's rewind so that Kenna and Kit can talk a little bit. Um, well, uh, we're going to go couple, over again. Yeah, hang on, <laughs> hang on. I'm reading True Restoration. True Resurrection. Ninth level necromancy. All healing spells are necromancy. They are. That means is, he could yeah. be a fucking healing thing. That's amazing. That I didn't even amazing. think of that. Okay. Um, Does the party have a new cleric? Right. 
No, the party, we just like, he was like, oh, death fits my aesthetic. And we're like, <laughs> JK, asshole. Now you can bring people back from the dead for realsies. Um, and then, oh my god, you can bring back people for realsies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I was talking to Kenna. And yeah. um, I had a few questions for you. Uh, have you ever tried to do a greater restoration on yourself to lift the magic left by the item? Uh, yes. Did it help at all? In the beginning, yes. Do you think there's still hope for me? How long have you had that thing? Uh, a few weeks, a couple months, maybe? Yeah, something like that. No, it was like, it's, you got it like at the beginning of Yule and it's still Yule. Oh, oh so like I only had a, it for week. a few days. Yeah, yeah. no, two yeah. weeks, two weeks. Um, because that was the winter solstice and it's the end. I've had so it you've for had the it for longest Yule ever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's almost over. Uh, she says, I mean, it still seemed to work early on, maybe. Okay. But so, you've also been through something very different from what I was. So I can't make any guarantees. I can give it a try. My, I will keep doing it and see if I can get rid of the mark. Because I can feel the burning in my chest. If I can get rid of that and the mark, it may be possible for me to take one of them. My well, second... Mm -hmm. My second thought to that is that um, when when the staves were destroyed, the Sefenheide and the the yeah, because you've seen that one um, destroyed. Mm -hmm. The person who held it did the curse lift from them? Did the markings go away? Um, from I imagine they died, but. Yes, uh, that was that was Jude. Um, he had only had it for a very short period of time. Because uh, I was holding it here and he came to steal it. And then it stuck to him. Uh, he was a walker at mm -hmm. the time. As far as I know, he has no connection left to it. Does he still have the markings? No. My thought is that Senna is now the core staff, basically. The core and the Navuna, yeah. Yeah. If we give her the Ordenhide. I know you don't want to, but if we give her the Ordenhide, would it be possible that it would lift... If we gave her the Ordenhide and she gave it to somebody else... Would it lift the curse from me and from the goose? That's a good theory. Because she would effectively destroy it. Hmm. But Olgar would still exist. Olgar would still exist, but... We don't know if it's the effect of the oh, staff or of Olgar himself. That's true. It's worth trying, though. It's worth trying. Um, and I mean, if we find somebody else that we can trust, yeah. I mean, that's worth it on its own, but I have no idea. I don't know anybody under, like, 60 that I trust that much. I mean, is it wrong to give it to someone who's old? Yeah, because they could die soon. 
And we don't know what'll happen when they die. That's true. That's true. Um, well, there is Haley. Haley? Ansem would kill me. Uh, oh, is that his daughter? Yeah, it's a Thane's daughter. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad idea if you trust her. I'm totally down with pissing people off. She is a paladin of the Raven Queen, so honestly, we should have given her the death staff, but, you know. A sun staff could kind of work in that way, too. Uh, opposites attract and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's Haley. She's like... She's in her late thirties, and she's she's an active paladin. Um, Would there I mean, be anyone in the? What about your granddaughter, great granddaughter? Uh, Annika, yeah, I I would trust her. She's I mean she's a very powerful druid, so she has a long lifetime ahead of her. Uh, that could be a very good place to put it, and. If yeah. this works with the life, if this works with the Ordenhide, it might work with the Voxhide too. I don't know who I'd give that to. No, I know, but what I'm saying is we can, if it works, we can lift your connection as well. I mean, I'd give Annika the Gaitha hide because the hurricane wall and she'd be the most responsible with it. But the Vox hide, I have never found anybody that I would trust with power over life. It's the reason why it's the one I keep. Yeah. Because that shit is... It does some shit. Yeah, I believe you. We just can't give it to you. Yeah. I don't think there's enough greater restorations in the world to. Not for 200 years. Yeah. Oh, God. And who would we give the Navunai to? I have no idea. Oh, God. Like, I know who I. I know who I'd give the Ordenhide to. Who? D. D's already had it, though. Doesn't D have the markings still? No, she had the Fjorhide. She she had contact with the Ordenhide, but it never stuck to her. But I had contact with the Ordenhide, and they couldn't give me the Sephenhide. But that may not be that may not Wait. be the same thing. Wait, D had the Fjorhide? Yes. Marin has that now. It's been that deactivated. Call D. Call D. Call D. And. Ask Where's her your if cat? The, if the markings, he's gone. He fucking <laughs> went to Constanos. Like, you don't uh, have a way to just bamf it to D. Let's just go see D. I'm, so I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Be a lot. This could be. Listen. All right. I'm also worried at what this is doing to Senna. Like, I hate yes. her fucking guts, and I always will. Ouch. But. She looks like she really took a hit from that. She looked the same after Marin, although I think she recovered a little bit faster. But yeah. we also have to remember that she's down two staves now. What if we take them all away, though? Is that really going to make her just a ghost again? I don't know. 
but I know would she even be willing to give up the last one? I mean, she'd have to give up the core high, uh, the course uh, last because the others wouldn't. It wouldn't come without taking the others out at once. I at least I don't think so. I I don't know what it would do to her, but at the same time, at least she wouldn't have nine powerful artifacts to go find to blow up the world again. My, I guess my main goal with this is getting rid of Algar, and then yeah. we'll kind of figure out damage control afterwards, as terrible as that sounds. How fast do you think the Hydaelyn Cult's going to figure out what we're doing? Well, they've already felt it twice. Um, yeah. They know... But, so I have a question, because I've felt this is more kid to DM, and also slightly to Kenna... Mm-hmm. I felt the Seffenheim be destroyed. Same. Did that feel different than this? Yes. Okay. You distinctly knew something different broke? Mm-hmm. I have something that I want to point out to you, but I'm not there. <laughs> because... Yeah. Well, my other question is, even if the... Heidelin cult were to bring the remaining staves back together, would it even matter? Well, I think... I don't know, because the original idea of the staves was to divide his soul into pieces so that he could never be fully destroyed. Mm-hmm. And if they were all brought together, it would essentially revive him to full power. Okay. If they're If they're not all there, then... Either it doesn't work anymore, or, I, I don't think that's the case, or they'll bring them all together and he won't be as strong as he would have been. And they need the core to do that. They need the core. Okay. But the core cannot be affected until all the eight are destroyed. My, I'm going to ask you a really big favor that you're not going to like. If Senna is the core, you need to protect her at all costs. Oh, God. Because if the cult gets a hold of her... In her weakened state... Oh, my God, she's a phylactery. Yes. Fuck. She is literally a phylactery. (laughs) She's a phylactery for a demigod. Yes. And I... Part of me wonders... If that's not why every time she loses her memory that she doesn't go looking for them again. It's because she knows something's missing and she's trying to complete it. She just is doing it instinctually. But she she didn't get the core staff until just recently. Yeah, but she was a walker for him. She's had him that inside her head. I'm just saying that it could be instinctual what she's doing. But now we have a chance to maybe make it better. But... They have one staff already. If we get rid of the other seven and she's the core and they get a hold of her, they could still bring Algar back. Significantly weakened, but they could bring him back with just one staff. We assume significantly weakened. Yeah, we hope. I mean, I imagine if you split yourself into nine pieces when you come back to life, you're a little, uh, you know, not better for wear. I don't know. It's never been done. Mm -hmm. Uh... 
Oh, this is a lot. Yeah, I'd say you need to protect her at all costs. Um, but she, if you can find a couple more people, we we have. If you have the Gaitha hide and the Vox hide, we have the Orden hide. She's got another three staves. We could potentially give five more, five or six more people that we trust. The only staff we're missing is the Dark Staff. Yeah. And if we kill Kyla, I will bring it back to you. Hmm. We have a very real potential to put the Heidelin cult to bed for good. Or at least take all power out of their hands. Besides the cisterns and stuff, like we'll worry about that later. That's a whole nother problem. Yeah, that's problem. a separate yeah. fuck. Um, I'm sure we can blow them up while we're doing it. Yeah, I, I mean, we've been doing this shit today. I haven't even gotten to the one under the city. Oh, yeah. And about that moment, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> Silas busts in through the door and he's like, Kenna! And she's like, what, what, what would you do? What happened? I'm running after him. I'm like, huh, no, we'd, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta calm down and here for like, a second. Kenna, what could the Maritide do? And Kenna's like, destroy entire forests and bring back the dead? Like, to zombies? And Silas is like, is that all it could do? Answer me this. The schools of magic... The nine healing is magic. healing is necromancy, isn't it? And Kenna's like, yeah. It's like if I have power over assuming death stuff means necromancy, wouldn't I have the ability to chase death away? And she's like. I'm, I mean, I think that's kind of the Voxtide's job. And he's like, no, no, the Voxtide is the overgrowth staff. It's the... It, it doesn't create life. It, it, it turns it into something wrong. It, it, I remember reading about it. It, it causes forests to overgrow and become sick. It, but that's with Ulgar's power. Could the Maritides be used to dismiss death? If it can be used to control death, couldn't it be used to chase it away? And Kenna's like, I'm a druid. I have. I don't know. Test it out on me. What do you I'm, mean? I'm down to 31 hit points. I am still really beat up after all of that. Try to heal me. We're not. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna suggest <laughs> just kill me. Again. Yeah, just just <laughs> kill me and kill see me. if you can bring me back. Um, and Silas is like, uh, I don't. I've never used healing magic. Um, it kind of feels the same as every other magic. I feel people. I I grab Silas's hand and I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. I believe in you. I also believe in you. 
Okay. <laughs> um, and he steps up, <laughs> and he's like, I, uh, how? And uh, Kana steps up next to him, says, I'll, I'll show you a basic spell. Um, and she, she has her own way. Everybody has their own unique way of doing magic. Um, Silas's personal flair has always been to use runic magic instead of like the arcane equations. Um, and Kenna's is very similar because they're from the same root. This is like uh, not necessarily Dolmarig magic, but like uh, primordial style. Not not primordial. Uh, what? What's it called? This is like original Atlaran style magic like using runes. Yes, yes, kind of primitive roots, but upgraded. Um, okay. But the use of runes is generally considered kind of primitive anyway. Um, and so she uh, shows him how she casts it, which is essentially to create a circle in the air and draw several runes into it that essentially spell out the instructions of the spell very fast. And she pushes it forward and it sinks into your chest kit. Um, take back seven hit points just for level one spell. Um, and Silas... Silas tries to copy, and nothing happens. He's like, um... Use the staff. Pull it out. When Marin had her staff, it didn't do anything until she talked to it. And until it changed its form. Well, then I should show you my new trick. And he pushes his hands apart, and it appears in his left hand, just this long, braided, black wooden staff. And Kenna's like, that doesn't... That... the mm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we all figure it's going to look different yeah. than what well, it used Well, I've never to. seen the Maridhide in person before now, but it did not look like that. It was yeah. made of bone. Yeah. Oh... I like this better. Yeah, no, this feels less scary. Yeah, it's it's just a simple braided wooden staff that the the bottom half of it is a single piece that splits into three and braids. Um, and Silas sort of taps it down on the ground and thinks for a moment and says, I need a name. Death Heart. That's no. stupid. Ivan. Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, no. If you want to turn over a new leaf with this and make it's it. It's his. And make kit. It, no, I know, but I'm just saying maybe it doesn't need to be death themed. It's your staff, it's your choice. It's you. The vampire staff. No. <laughs> the sanguine. No. Um. <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to think here. 
Let me grab some of my lore notes. What's something that Silas would be chill with? Mm. Uh... I don't know. Yeah, it's not so easy, is it? Huh? Mm. I don't <laughs> know. You came up at... with yours pretty fast. I've, I've never been good at names. I never claimed to be good at names. I don't know how um, I came up with it. I don't either. <laughs> it was a good choice, though. Oh, well, thanks. I can see the the nine series of books about all these staves that were yeah. right. Flame yeah. Heart will be book one. Yep. Um, he, he looks at Kenna and says, What was... What was the name of the city that Greenhall was in? And Kenna's like, Kaladir? And Silas nods. He says, So that we don't forget why we're doing this. Kaladir. And the staff pulses. And he um, looks at it and just uh, slides his hand along it and it disappears and that black triangle reappears on his hand. And he takes his hand and starts tracing a circle in the air and this dark smoky line appears behind his finger. And he traces the rune Hagala's H. And he pushes it forward. And as it hits you, Kit, you're, you sort of have to take a step back. Uh, that's another seven hit points. Hell fucking yes. And as you exhale, a black wisp of smoke comes out of your mouth as if death is leaving you. Oh my god. Silas is shaking with his hand just extended, like. Oh, wow. <laughs> Kenna, do these things yeah. need components? Spell components? Uh, let me double check. Well, I mean, because Marins didn't need any. I didn't need. I didn't need any. I don't even need charges. It just um, goes. This yeah. particular spell does not need materials. Okay, but um, something bigger might. Maybe. Okay. Um, remember, in general, uh, arcane focus uh, staffs, unenchanted wands, uh, they replace materials. Okay. Uh, except for those with a gold value. Um, except for those with a gold value. Okay. Yes. This particular one, I need to retcon and say that he would have used... Uh, this is technically not a somatic spell, um, but this is sort of how he is going to stylize his magic. Um, he would have spoken just the word heal, and it would have hit you and healed. Um, essentially, this was healing word. Gotcha. Um, uh, and Silas is just like still staring and just like 
So, <laughs> you're probably still gonna need diamonds in order to do anything big. To do the revives and things like that, but... We don't even know if I can do that. That was... You listen, that probably, that yeah. was... I've... I've never... Uh, and Kenna puts a hand on his shoulder and it's just like... Chill out. It's just a low-level spell. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's alright. We'll work our way up. Silas, like, looks at Marin. You did it. You did good. Uh, oh, we're gonna make so many zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I think and actually, Healing Word, is. P.S., is an evocation spell. Uh, oh. 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 Interesting. Uh, revival spells are necromancy. necromancy. Okay. Yeah. Um, healing spells used to be necromancy, um, but they are not in fifth edition. Gotcha. Oh. So he he can do. Does that mean he can do evocation and necromancy, or just healing? Um, I'll give you a thing for free because people have already disproven this in studying in this world. These staves are not locked to schools of magic. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They're yeah. locked to elements. There that is makes sense life, because the death, Ordenheit light, did dark. fire and divination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, light, dark, life, death, fire, water, earth, air, and yeah. then the core. Yeah. Gotcha. They they are stylized not after schools of magic. They are stylized after the building blocks of the world. Um, there. Um, so this is another sort of common uh, lore bit. Olgar made eight staves in his uh, sometimes in battles with titans. Um, and other times by stealing either power from them or their people or something important to them. So, for example, his battle with Sermir created the Navunahide and the Gaithahide, the wind and the earth staves. Um, and she ended up keeping the Navunahide while he barely got away with the other. Um, the Fjorhide was created at Mount Gear. Uh, in the volcano. Uh, the Sefenhide was created in a battle with Tuldunost. Yep. Um, so it corresponds to... I want that one. It, it doesn't necessarily correspond with the Titans, but it corresponds to things that they are in charge of. Gotcha. So, like, the Galahide corresponds with Dolthair. Um... Which actually makes nice poetic sense now that that's the one the Heidelin cult has. Uh, it's poetic. I didn't say it had anything to do with the story, maybe. Um, maybe. But uh, yeah, and then the Death Staff corresponds with. Uh, um, is it Firin? Firin is one of the missing Titans. Nobody knows what happened to them. Where's my... Oh, there it is. Um, yes, Firin, the Birch Heart. Uh, also known as one of the Lore Keepers. Um, and then, like, the Voxhide corresponds with uh, Gyalar Huron, who was the uh, Titan of uh, nature, 
and shit like that in life. Hmm. Yes. This is, this is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations, Silas. You are now a healer. You're basically a cleric. I I'm not dedicated to a god. No, no that's fine. You're... You're just a gun-toting cleric. It's fine. That's cool. All right. Talk about like a cool. fucking like a fucking revolver toting preacher. Yes. Yeah. Just like repent. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically Trigun all over again. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. thinking more like dead undeadwood with Travis being the priest. Oh yeah. With a shotgun. Yeah. Um I don't know. There's there's a lot of DMs who homebrew change healing to necromancy because it's the same idea as it's just the opposite yeah and necromancy is not just death it's life and death so you know what i'm gonna homebrew rule it right now healing is necromancy okay there you go you heard it here first (laughs) so especially because some people think it's conjuration and that's stupid Mm. so naren pipes up and is like so eventually he might be able to bring people back. Yeah. I if we can find uh-huh. enough materials, we might be able to. Okay. I mean, yeah. if if someone's there to, you know, back me up in case I fail when we test things, I. I mean, the next time one of you goes down, I can try to revive you. And if it doesn't work, Kit will be there. I can't revive people. Yeah. Um, but I can resurrect yeah. them. So it's. You. Oh, dear. I can do what I did to. Yeah. So we yeah. might end up as Luke cats, wins. but. We might all end up being cats. <laughs> all cats. All cats. <laughs> That's the <laughs> next campaign. Campaign three, yep. all cats. We're all cats. Yep. I'm not against it. Can we totally <laughs> be all cats in campaign three? No, I'm I already have an angsty it. idea for. <laughs> of course you do. I do too. Taylor, I already told you my angsty idea. For I don't your... remember. You'll have to oh, tell me cool. again. I've oh, already okay. created the character. I have the sheets in my bedroom. Yep, like, I have mine in D and D Beyond. Okay, as soon as you all die, we'll do it. No. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh. I don't know, we're getting closer and closer to becoming gods here, so, yeah. like... Oh, trust me, this is far, far from godhood. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just joking. Like, even Olgar Heidelin wasn't a god. You've got, like, a ninth of a shitty demigod. Yeah. <laughs> Still. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Kenna sort of clapped Silas on the shoulder and said, Hey, congratulations, you're the heel bitch now. Uh, all right. Well, that's better, I guess. Yeah. I guess. So, um, I told Kenna while we were talking that, uh, we basically discovered that Senna is a phylactery, uh, for Algar Hyland's soul. So we need, she's going to stay here and, uh, Kenna is going to keep her protected. That's probably a good idea. Because if uh, Kyla gets a hold of her, she's going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, kind of sighs. We're also starting to potentially pick out some candidates to take staves. Well, all right. Here's my question. 
if we if we give people these staves and we get it down to one does that mean he comes back if it's just the core or any of them like that was the problem with destroying them before right so he needs the core in order to come back so if it gets down to just the core we could potentially have to fight one ninth of a demigod that's more that's one more ninth of demigod than i want to fight no that's true but at the same time that's a lot better than fighting eight ninths of demigod Uh, yeah I, I mean, guess it is. Well, with Kenna here and with other people who potentially have these staves, we may be able to take care of it. Kit, but we that's... couldn't even take care of Cynthia Moore yesterday. No, I know, but this is like way future stuff. We're just like starting this journey. This is only the beginning. I, I don't like any of it. I don't. That's that's fairly normal at this point. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> I. I think if we can, if we are able to get rid of him without possibly destroying a lot more people than just us, that would be nice. And that's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid that where wherever we decide to have our little showdown is going to affect more than just us. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't think any of us really know what's going to happen at this point. We're just guessing. But this this is a way to at least stop the world from blowing up again. We don't want the next one to be Amnoblin or to be Irakel or anywhere. We don't want to wipe another continent off the map. I know. I, I know. But I understand. I just... I guess we'll just take it as it goes. Yeah, it seems to be the theme of all of this. Just taking it as it goes. Every day I wake up and I never know what's going to happen. To be fair, this is all completely your fault, so... Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah. You're the one who had to be nice to Senna. Oh, fuck me, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. So, this wouldn't be possible without you, so thank you for all the crazy shit you did and making deals with Senna and being weird and almost killing me multiple times. Okay, it it was like once. Thank you. But seriously, thank you for... I don't need to be thanked, okay? You may have accidentally saved the world. I... Silas reaches over and takes your hand. Says, no, I think you deserve to be thanked. No, I don't. This... I just wanted... I just wanted to be free. (laughs) And to get my sister back. We're gonna do both of them. Yes. One down, I guess. What do we have now? We've got, like... 2.125 2.125 gods on our side. <laughs> yeah, let's look at it that way. Yeah. Um, 
And then after that, we'll take over the world. No. Okay. No. We won't take over the mm. world. Oh. Well, you can you can take over the world. Okay. Just as I long wanna, as I get to do something fun. I want to nap for like five years. That's yeah. fair. Um, and uh, Kenna says, "Oh, hey, we could also give one to Justine." And Silas says, "No." Ooh. <laughs> Absolutely not, Silas. The Earth we're, save. We're letting people make choices. I. It's. It's not that I don't want her to make her own choices. I just know she's going to do something stupid with it. That is true. That probably I mean, would happen. Marin, she's seventeen. Marin shot up a sacred wall. Uh. Mm, and it, Kenna's like, I'm sorry. What? Nothing. Uh, we don't. <laughs> He's he fine. he died. He's doesn't I'm know. I'm still what he's a little. Yeah. Deathy. Yeah, he's like, oh, where am I? Oh, oh what's going on? Marin shot up a wall. Ugh, just nonsense. And Silas looks at Kenna and says, she tested her gun out on the wall of the crater. He also died and <laughs> it doesn't know what's going and on. And Kenna looks at you and says, this is sacred land. I didn't have anywhere else to shoot. You could go outside of the crater. But or shoot at the ground. Such a that, long walk. Yeah, it was just—it was right there. It's fine. We I'm gonna have to go was... fix that. You're gonna have to fix the crater. Yes. Stone shape, bitch, and she starts why? walking away. But why? Because <laughs> respect. That is R E S P E C T. Uh. <laughs> I, Listen, I don't like the gods either, but people here do, and I respect the people, so fuck you. And she walks away. Alright, bye, Kenna. Um, <laughs> cool. Now that that's out of the room. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. This is, this is some stuff. Also, I've got some... We might have come up with a way to prove that we can remove what the Ordenhide has done to me. Oh. Um, D oh. had your staff for a long time. I forgot a thing. Well, yeah. I forgot to specifically mention. It's very small. I forgot okay. to specifically mention a thing. Marin, anytime ah. you touch Silas, you feel no reaction to the staff. Okay, good. <laughs> Just wanted okay. to make sure that was That's clear. good. Yeah. Um, I figured because they're both... There's no Olgar in the mix. Yeah. I just wanted okay. to make sure that that was clear... Yeah. In case anybody was like, oh god, we can't touch each other because we're, we both have staves. Yeah. Um, if you have broken staves, you're good. Yeah. So, D had the Fjordhide for quite a while. And she still had the markings last time we saw her. Mm-hmm. Now that you have taken it, if we see her and she doesn't have the markings anymore, it could mean that this can be removed from me. By gifting the Ordenhide to someone else. Through Senna. So we'd have to give it to Senna first. Yes. Is this... Good for her? I don't think we should just... Use her like a... Like a tool. I'm torn about this because it's not good for her. But... It also means saving the world. 
I get that, but we That's also... That's a big phrase. We also have to... We don't... We don't want to be cruel. I'm not We don't want to turn... I'm not we don't want to turn her. into... I'm just saying, I don't want to turn into the cultists who just experiment and and do it for the sake of you know, whatever yeah. progress. At, we're not like them. I'm, no one's gonna force her to do anything. I don't think anyone could force her to do anything. You're, yeah, you're not wrong. I, we can ask her if she wants to continue doing this, but I, now that it's worked twice, I have a feeling that she's going to understand what's at stake here. I don't want to ask her to destroy herself. I just... Honestly... Yeah. I'm worried she would. Um, Silas says... We really do owe her that pocket watch now. Yeah. I have to talk with Taldanas in order to go get it. Um, but it's something I can do. We can all... We can all do it. We... Uh if you guys can particularly well, do it but we I can, can come with we can, can protect you from another sea serpent you guys yeah. can ride on the boat yeah and then Silas if you get fucked up he can heal you that's true you I could certainly try <laughs> um yeah apparently there's a giant sea serpent guarding Greenhall and um Zorod. Yeah, and the only reason it didn't kill me is because Taldanos told it not to. So you gotta make nice with Taldanos. Yeah. Um, I haven't talked to her in a while. Yeah, and I want to talk to her again to see if she can help me to have did a I backup tell, plan. Did I tell you I talked to her? No. Yeah, like... Oh god, it feels like ages ago, but it was like three or four days ago <laughs> in oh. in a in Greens March. I spoke oh. with her and Maz. Oh, did they did they take you down to the, the ravine, the underwater ravine? The Paradise City where the yeah. girls are hot and the where I don't the, know the rest of the world. Which the grass is green the grass and the girls, is green are, and the girls sure. are pretty. I was I like, don't know. fucking fucking narc. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What gave it away? Um, yeah, I. She is still counting on you. Well, I'm gonna have a lot more to ask of her soon. So, and if if the Sephenhide was created by battling her, that might be the one I should take to do the most good yeah we'll we'll figure it out she's my it's... she's my backup plan to see if she can possibly remove this tether from me because that's really what it is yeah well we also 
if worse comes to worse, BRB. a little while down. Okay. Oh, okay, a little while down the line. If we bring Silphy back, maybe that's extra ammunition. Yeah. She puts on the ring again, and you two. I don't know. Do your little I, whale thing. I don't even know what Taldonis wants us to do. I don't know. I think... I think she... Shit, I can't remember what... Our fucking conversation, what she told me. Uh, I know she wants you... To help with everything. I think... She wants the cult gone, too. She doesn't want... Holgar to come back. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it, she's been pointing us towards the cisterns. So I guess that yeah, makes sense. That's something else we have to do, too. Yeah. We gotta destroy those things. I think I think you're, we should stick to the plan to go to Constanos. Yeah, I mean, we'll go to Constanos. We have to... We'll disappear. Maybe help Ansem out with his dragon thing. Yeah. And then we need to refocus efforts because we have five-ish months till Delendane. Okay. So five months to destroy how nine the cisterns. nine ten, cisterns. Ten cisterns. Nine. Nine, nine because cisterns. the one here is well, going to be destroyed. Yeah, nine, because, uh, well, no, that's metagaming. Never mind. Kenna will probably take care of this one. Yeah. So, we'll take a brief detour to Constanos, and then we're back up here. You know, Ren might be a good choice for a staff. You really want to give your 15-year-old yeah, brother a staff? He's probably 15, almost 16. I mean, if we're thinking about potentially giving Justine one, it's not much no. a difference there. He's also no. an elder. I, I, we are not giving Justine one again because she's seventeen. We can wait a year. I don't listen. We have I'm to. Nineteen. <laughs> I no, me Actually, too. I think you'd be twenty by now, wouldn't you? Oh, I don't know. When's Kit's birthday? No idea. What season? Spring. So no, you're not. You would have turned twenty this past spring. Oh no, only... no, you no, you'd be turning twenty soon. Okay. Yeah. I'm only nineteen. Me too, but also, <laughs> we're. I don't know. Justine has spent like the past however many years of her life just like going to school and stuff we've actually like been doing shit and out in the field and stuff like that I mean you know? Ren has been running the village for a long time what are you guys' passive perceptions? Oh, no. is she listening? It, uh, it's not good uh, I think it's like 12 or something hold on Kit is aware that yeah, Justine 12. is just outside the door hey Justine do you want to join us? And she opens the door and glances in. Would you like to come in? And she glares at Silas. What? 
Meow. What, sir? What? Meow. What? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Hello, oh. buddy. Hello, Titan. Aw, he's good. <laughs> he's the lost Titan. Yeah. Oh wait. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you go boy. Okay. He is the noisiest fucking cat. Uh, not as noisy as Teddy, but still pretty bad. Um, yeah, Justine comes up and she just punches Silas in the shoulder. Oh, right. Oh, that's 10 oh. points of damage. Oh. Okay. Actually, <laughs> she is proficient in uh, martial fighting. Punching. Yeah. She she's not a monk, but she did learn unarmed Take combat. One, no. Uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna yeah, that'll do a tiny bit of damage. He's just like, Ugh! okay, <laughs> he's he's still like recovering here. Let's be nice. He's fine. She's he like, can heal himself. So <sighs> making decisions for me. What was this about? You know. Respecting people's decisions and all that nonsense, or Ooh. was that exactly what it was? Ooh, and Silas looks at her and is like, Justine, I. It's not that I think you're incapable. I. And she's just like, What? What then? Just because I'm 17? You did things when you were 17, things that certainly no other 17 year old should do. And I think I have well proven that I can handle myself. You can't go all... And she starts poking him. She's like, you can't go all self-sacrificing and expect me to just stand idly by. Okay. And you can't take away... You can't take that away from me. Okay, yeah, Silas. Listen. Je yeah. Je yeah. Don't be... Don't be like... Like... Other terrible people. No, shut up. Listen, Justine, we might have other people who are more experienced. Ouch. Who. No! Excuse me? Oh, I'm not man. talking about. Do you about, want a shovel? Uh, <laughs> I'm talking I... about people like D and people like, you know. She's old! <laughs> well, there's gotta be other people out there who are experienced. Experienced. Not that you don't have. Wow. <laughs> God, Silas, half help me out here. Come on, please. Half of I... my entire thing is mastery of evocation magic. I'm a utility caster, and I hit things with axes. I'm the best of both worlds. She really is. And also, I have like unlike this one, and she points at Silas. She's like. I have energy. I have a drive to go, like, do things. To be fair, Kenna did say that we need young people. Yeah. Silas, she's your sister. Silas is the oldest person we're going to give a staff to. Well, unless we have not decided everything yet. All right, let's just hold our horses. And here. technically, Marin's the oldest because she would have been twenty-nine. Yeah, but yeah. she was dead. It doesn't count. I know, but I'm just saying. Um, she didn't Justine learn anything while she was dead. She didn't get any life experience. 
kind of sad. Justine looks at Silas with her hands on her hips and says, Go ahead, make an excuse. What have you got? And he looks at her and says, I don't want you to die. But you... Didn't you have to die for this? He says, Yes, and I don't want that for you. I don't want you to have any brush with death. I don't want you to have this responsibility, because you may be all gung-ho about it now, but what about a year from now, five years, ten years? What about after the first time people come to try to kill you and steal it? Like, we might end up dismantling uh, the Heidelin cult and Olgar himself, but there will be other people, and they will find out about these things. We don't know how they work yet. They may come along expecting that if they kill you, they can steal your power. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be able to be what you want to be. I don't want you to be forced into the role of some guardian. You want to be a chaser. You want to be... You want to be an adventurer. You want to do good things out there. And I know that's dangerous too, but you don't need to add this on as well. And Justine's shoulders kind of slump a little bit as he's talking about becoming a chaser. She says, You said I couldn't be a chaser either. And Silas sighs and says, I know, but... You can be. I can't tell you what to do. But I'm asking you to consider this in the long term. Because the reason I made my decision so quickly is because of Marin. I want to be there to help her. And... I feel like this is a good way to make up for some things I've done. At least... Hold myself accountable, if no one else will. And... You don't have that kind of baggage. And Justine crosses her arms, sort of turns away, says, Well, maybe I want to help too. And maybe I want to feel useful too. You're not the only one, Silas. You are useful. Okay, just because... I wasn't useful yesterday. I wasn't... Neither, none of us were useful yesterday. The and reason I... I want to become a chaser is not because I want to go off and adventure, though that's certainly a plus. I want to make a difference. I don't want to be some pampered queen at the head of a bunch of slavers making the world worse. I I want to be part of the solution. The chasers, they, their entire careers are all about chasing down dangerous people and important information and gathering and, and helping. 
Well, we were kind of talking a little bit about that before you joined us. When you're, when we get rid of your mother, there's going to be a hole left in the royal family of the Arbiters. It's going to fall to you. And I know you don't no, want no, that. No, no, Abs- no. I know you not. don't want that, Justine, but Silas was trying when he was running things. And maybe you could try and make a difference on the inside. And you I'm don't have just- to... You don't have to stay there and get weighted on hand and foot or anything like that. I, I'm not a politician. I'd probably start wars. I, I'm not, I'm not noble material. I'm, I'm a doer, not a talker. That's always been Silas's talent. And Silas says, maybe that's what they need. They need someone who will leave Castle Bower and go take someone's head off as punishment for what they've done. They need, I'm not saying execute everyone who's done wrong, but you could really do some damage to the Arbiters. You know as much as I do about how they work and how we really don't have control of them. But you also know who's in charge, like I do. And you have more courage to actually go right up to them and end them. He's not wrong. I'm not saying become the the Red Queen, but maybe that's what they need. I mean, no one was scared of Silas. They could be scared of you. (laughs) No one was scared of me. No offense, but... And Justine sighs and says... I... That actually sounds kind of fun. (laughs) Just giving them what for. It's what they need, I think. What Silas was doing wasn't working. And Silas says, you know, I am still technically king. Mother is acting as a regent right now, but she has not displaced me from my throne. Are you saying that you could give it to her right now, technically? I could hand it to her. I have everything I need. And he reaches down into his uh, leg bag, and he pulls out something you didn't know he carried with him, which is literally the Arbiter's crown. Um, It was created for Silas Moore I. It's this very simple, sort of jagged silver crown. He says, I have never worn this thing outside of one ceremony. And by our grandfather's rules and his grandfather's rules whoever has this crown is king or queen of the arbiters and I can 
makeup documents. I have my seals. I have my signet ring. I, I can do this right now, Justine, and we can get you to Moore's Rest and you can start kicking ass. And that's one less bit of power that your mother has. Can I think about it? That's a lot. I didn't think this was... that. That's a lot, yeah. Silas. You're just ready to hand it over to someone? Just all of a sudden? And he says, No, I... There was part of me that was hoping someone would steal it from me at some point. Uh, but at the same time, I'm... I've been holding on to it for you. And Justine's just like, that's stupid. You're no wonder you shouldn't be king. That's a terrible idea. Jesus. I'll think about it. We'll deal with these dragon things first. I need to learn how to use Bull's axe because I am going to take that in deal out some fucking justice. I think we're all ready to do that. Yeah. And she shoves Silas just lightly and walks out. And he's like, I love you too. Off in the distance, you hear? Yeah, shut up. Love you too. And so Silas turns and looks at the two of you and says, "It's been a good day." Weirdly, yeah, it's two been a people, weird day. Two people died. Three people came back to life. It's been a lot today. There's been all right. Can we make like a pact right now that there's not going to be any more death? Like at today? least for like at least for like a week or something. Uh, we're like, about to go fight about, dragons. Yeah, we're gonna go fight dragons. I yes. can't make that promise. Exactly. Packed. Right now. None of us are dying. None of us will die permanently. None of us will die we if go. we can help it. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> Maybe I... While we're doing that and we get down to Constanos, maybe I can ask this Elenesta or Vosna for a quick primer on healing magic. That would probably be good. We can uh, probably buy a whole bunch of books about that. I'm, I'm, in fact, I was thinking about that, and he, like, thinks about it. He's like, it's not even noon. We could go shopping, but this time we do not split up. Yeah, um, well, even in being out in Haven in general, I'm nervous about. Yeah. Maybe Why? we could ask Kenna if she can because hold the tone. <laughs> yeah. Forgot yes, about that. It's been a long day. It has. Yeah, it has. Also, is it just me or has this Yule gone on forever? It has been the longest Yule of my life. I just I, want it to be over. I Even longer than so if much... you had your family over for it. God. I never thought 12 days could take so Long. Ten days. Ten days could take so long. <sighs> For real. We've changed the world in ten days. 
We've changed ourselves in ten days. That's true. I made a cat. <laughs> he yep. Poor Lucan. He you know what? I think once the shock wears off, he'll be fine. Yeah, I think actually he's gonna take to it really well. Yeah, I don't but, know how many hit points he has, but it can't be a lot. Well, uh, at least three. Five. Does five! he really only have five? Oh, At no. the moment, I have to actually do up his character sheet. Now that he's a but cat. I'm assuming he's got Frumpkin hit points, which is between oh, one and five. God. I'd assume as he leveled up in his wizard levels, he'd like get more... I don't know. I have to see how awakened cats work. Oh, okay. Just what, make sir? a new race. A new race of cats. Yeah. Just they, they are... Someone Armored already cat. made them. Oh, magical cats. Armored awakened cats. cats. Magical cats for magical cats. Magical cats and magical, magical cats. cats. All right. and magical well, cats. unless there's anything else you guys need to go over, I think that's a good spot to end. That's we, good. like I said, oh God, we're going to go over at like 9.15 and we just kept going. Yeah. I was like looking for a spot to stop, but I'm like, it's just keep, oh God, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to end. Nope. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess we can just hang around the place or something for the day. Yeah. Yule's over. Oh, yeah. thank God. Finally. <laughs> it only took till March. Um, yeah. Uh, if you guys uh, stay the night in the Monomarg and bamf over the next day, it will be Yon the 10th and it will be the end of Yule. No more Yule. Um, and then it is... 100... Oh god. Then it's like 95 days to Dellen Day? Okay. Okay. No, it's okay, we're fine. Well, we got nine cisterns and to get rid of. I'm sure Kenna Sorry, can no, take 120 days. I'm sure okay. Kenna knows what a is... tree at each one. Yeah, well, let me. Hold on. I'm gonna. So you said 120 days? Yeah, it's on Dothriel the 5th, which is the second month of spring. So roughly, we have about 12 to 13, or 12 to 14 days per cistern. We can't even walk to those that fast. We're I know. Yeah. Falling, falling, falling at your feet. I guess we should make some friends. Yeah. Well, Kenna can help too, I'm sure. We, you guys we are have asking Kenna to do a lot. Yeah, well, Kenna's done. We're trying for to. Years. Yeah, <laughs> she's been trying. She has not done nothing. She's been trying to fucking figure this out for two hundred years. We're and fucking- I figured it out in six days. <laughs> yeah, because you're another person. She was trying to do it alone. Yeah, We're also fucking trying to destroy the Heidelin fucking cult for yeah. her. Mm-hmm. She's welcome. <laughs> right. Like, listen, when when you are a very young new god who has been trying for 200 years to fix shit that you feel like is your fault, even though it's really not, it's kind of difficult. And also when you have to contend with the likes of Kyla Uravela and a load of really powerful white cloaks and 
you get one staff and before you can get it back it gets stolen from you you get another one you finally get it secure and someone breaks down the barrier and it gets stolen and fucking broken goddesses pop in out of nowhere and are like hey i'm good now can i help you you have to kick their ass and get them out and then all <laughs> these motherfucking adventurers come along and are like hey i'm gonna help and then they die yeah <laughs> Sounds thing. like a lot of. She is not pieces. accustomed to trusting people because people die. Okay. Well, we. Well, I can't even say that. <laughs> I was gonna say we haven't died yet. That's not true. I We've think all, all died. All of us now. have died at least all once, except Justine. <laughs> except Justine, so that we know of. Yeah. All right. Well. Well have another early night for that day um silas will spend the rest of the day messing around with the uh newly named keladir and uh yeah yeah i i kind of like that name i like it too because it there's more sentimental value to it for me as the dm but for Silas, it's like it's sentimental because Keladir is the was the root of basically a lot of the problems with the staves. Um, and it was very close to where like Ulgar was born. He was born in the Orkin Mountains. Um, it's where Prince Moranowin, who basically brought the core staff back onto the main stage of the world, was born and lived. It's where the calamity happened. It's where Kenna is from. Right. Well, she's from Amnoblin, but it's where she spent most of her life. All that shit. So, why not name the Death Staff after the city that is death. the root of all of this history and death? Yeah. But also no, I like it. a potential root of hope. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, we went over a little bit. Sorry. I won't split this episode, but I normally yeah. split them if they get too long. Um, we will be back next Saturday. 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 No. Uh, Elton John. Um, and. Um, Oh, uh, Ben, do we know yes. if we're going to play uh, Weekend After Next? Is that my birthday weekend? Yes. No. We're not? No. Okay, well, thanks for telling me. Uh, I was going to tell you guys after the stream. Okay, well, all right. Uh, so we won't be playing for the Equinox weekend, uh, which is okay, because I planned Friday off that weekend, so I'll just have a vacation. Um, but... Uh, have a have a have a lovely have a lovely start of spring, everybody. You can find uh, the Atlaren Adventuring Company on Twitter at Lauren Co. Uh, you can find links there to YouTube podcasts, all that stuff, which gets posted on Wednesday after this recording. Um, we stream every Saturday, five p.m. Uh, Eastern. And uh, VODs and podcasts are up by Wednesday morning, usually 6 a.m. Uh, Eastern. And you can find links to all our stuff there. Uh, Astrid, tell us what we should know about you and your wonderful story. Well, I'm a Virgo, 
Um, I said your story. I don't give well, a fuck about you. your... I said your story. Are you, you really said you, Anderson. Yeah, I am. Oh. You, that makes so much sense. <laughs> what? I don't. I don't. Give I don't a shit believe about in astrology, but at the same either. time, sometimes it works very yeah. well. Like I'm a Taurus, and everyone's like, "Yeah." How I am, I, am a Pisces on the crux of Aries. I'm like right in between, so I'm just mm-hmm. emotional and upset all the time. Like that is who yep. I am. I'm stubborn and very angry. Apparently, Virgos are supposed to be like all organized and like. That's pers- not what or that. Uh, no, I don't know. You're like a Jenna Marbles Virgo. Yeah, well, I'm I'm cool with that. If, if I'm like Jenna Marbles, that's pretty. Which is like creative and neurotic. Yeah, uh, that. Yeah, that that fits. Yeah. yeah, that fits. That fits actually. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Tell um, us about yourself. You're, yeah. well, let's tell us about your, your, your other stuff. It's Astrid. Uh, you can find me. That's so fun to say. I always love fun saying. Uh, you can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K. Writes, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Or you can find me at my website, astridknight.com. I'm writing a book. It's based on D&D. It's pretty neat. I wrote a chapter today uh, that made me go fuck multiple times uh, in a good way. So, yeah. I'm so excited to hear a piece of it tomorrow. Oh, no, I'm not very... Well, I mean, I could. It'd be jumping, like, way We read the Boney M chapter. (laughs) I love that one. Yeah, if you like, um, like, 70s disco while you're, like, walking around in the woods and, like, yeah... If if you like deeply emotionally connecting conversations, lot of gays, um, and res- uh, Rasputin by Boney M, you will like Perception Check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Among Basically. other things. Yeah. Cool. Blake. Blake. Hi, I'm Blake R. Wolf. Uh, you can find me at blakearwolf.com. B l a k e r w o l f e. dot com. I and that's my handle everywhere. Um, so I write fantasy novels. I released the first of the Crystalline Chronicles on December 4th. The second one came out in February. The third one is going to come out on March 31st. Um, and I'm planning on having books four and five, which should be the rest of the series, I think, uh, done probably by august or september at the latest so then i'll start moving into another series and or even earlier if you yeah. keep up with your yeah true thing. uh but it's like kind of dark fantasy uh kind of epic fantasy a lot of gay people of course because yeah i'd I describe it as like medium roast thanks for the darkness yeah yeah uh <laughs> It's. I was like for the gays. Like, <laughs> oh no, the gays are like crazy dark rose. Okay. Well, because like, like I keep thinking to myself, I'm like the next book I'm gonna write, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna make the main character straight because. Do you know how? That's the problem. That's that's the conclusion I came to. I don't to, know. Is I was like, people. I was like, how do, like I can I feel like if I try to make a straight romance happen like as a subplot it will just feel really awkward because i'm gonna be like uh here's the token straights yeah here's the (laughs) and this guy he's like oh girl i like your hair 
Like, I don't just, know. Just mimic Corey no. and Alicia. It'll be fine. No, oh, no, God. no I don't know if anybody would... That's a bit it's okay. weird. Yeah. It, um, we, yeah, we're Corey weird. has no we, dialogue, but Alicia still falls yeah. in love with him. Or, I'm sorry, yep, Astrid yeah, still falls in love with him. God yep. damn it, I set a chain reaction. You no, said it, and now I did it. Uh, so... It, um, yeah, it'll just be yeah. no dialogue, but they're still in love somehow, and you're like, yeah. what, how is this working? Yeah, yeah. yeah. basically. Romance. Hey, Corey talks to me more than other people. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, but, I yeah. Know. Anyway, so I write fantasy and shit, and, like, I'm gonna write more of it. Taylor. <laughs> Hi. <Tell us. laughs> Um, currently, I'm, well, hello, hi, uh, my name is Taylor Wallace, you can find me at Twitter at, uh, T-A-I-Y-L-O-R-W-A-L-L-A-C-E, that's, that's my thing, um, make sure to, make sure to misspell it or you won't find me, um, you can also find me at SounderEditing.com, where I do indeed do the edits, and, uh, if you're looking for an editor, especially for fiction, who won't charge your firstborn child. Uh, that's me. Mm-hmm. You do all my editing. Uh, I do. I do do all your editing. And you're you're my my only recurring client currently. Well, uh, well except for a couple of people of me edit like stuff for like important college stuff or whatever. Um, anywho, that's stuff that I can't really put in a portfolio. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm okay. the DM if you haven't noticed. Um I yeah, I'm not really working on anything at the moment per se. I mean, I'm kind of working on the sound, but eh. Yeah. I need to learn how to write fucking uh plot things, whatever they're called. Plans. I need to learn how to plan my story An because outline? I like an outline, thank yeah. you. I couldn't think of the word. Um, I need to learn how to write outlines because, like, with Rosemary Hearth, it's like I pick up a lot of steam, like, writing fun stuff. And then once the once I have to get to transition scenes, it's like, I don't know what to do next. So. Yeah. Yeah. So I started writing short stories, so I don't need outlines. But we'll see if that yeah. ever works. Um, that's it. That's it. Kitty. 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 Oh my god! I made him so mad, you guys. Yeah. So well, he likes to scare me all the time, and so I basically just started doing it back to him and like annoying the shit out of him and he actually grumbled at me which he has never <laughs> done before he's like Ugh. he'd like i poked him and he was like uh don't <laughs> like okay, okay okay tighten your claws are in my shoulder Aww. it kind of hurts bud come here it, it, it kind of hurts that's you did the buddy come here okay well uh oh, we'll fine. see Everybody next week. Oh, are you done? Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, uh, We'll see everybody next week. Uh, If you didn't catch the whole thing, check it out on Wednesday. Yay! Bye! Bye. Oh my god, we're we're logging off. How do I do this? Yeah, yeah. Come on, stream master. Bye, everybody. Bye!